Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 39 of the Multiverse Fancast. I'm Ronnie, and with me, as always, is Mags. Mags, how are you doing today? Doing okay. Doing okay? Just okay? Just okay. Not excited for this? You know, everything's awesome. Yeah? Everything's good? Everything's cool when you're part of a team. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of a team, we do have a team with us. We do? Yes, we do have uh, two special guests. I thought we were introducing them after news. <laughs> no, we're introducing, we're introducing them now because you brought up the whole team. Okay, so then. Because So we have our little bat team. Is this how you feel every time I surprise you with something? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's fair. <laughs> so uh, we have the Loabos. We've had one of them on our show before. Which one? Um, what do you mean, which one? The one they all know. Mr. Lalaba. <laughs> Didn't we call yes. him Rob? You did call me Rob, <laughs> I think yes. we called him multiple things. I think Rob is fine. <laughs> yes. So we have uh, Rob with us. Hi, everyone. Nice to be back. And Hi. we have the quite awfully mentioned Timmy with us. Hi, guys. He's making his radio de- podcasting debut. Yes. So I just couldn't have found a better podcast <laughs> to do <laughs> Yeah, we shopped around, and, and this was the only offer. So uh, This is two-thirds of our listening population. <laughs> yes, sure, right now. Don't worry, Timmy. After this, you're going to go big. Trust me. Actually, don't. Yeah, um, don't, 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 don't trust Ronnie on that one. <laughs> but, yeah, so uh, we're very happy to have some special guests for this uh, very exciting episode that we're doing. Off of the Lego Batman movie. Oh, I thought we were doing another Superman movie. No, Superman's dead. We can't. I thought we were doing the Quest for Peace. <laughs> but yeah, so the we're best doing, movie ever. We're doing Lego Batman today. Uh, we're gonna give uh, reviews and talk about the movie. We're gonna do a non-spoiler section in the beginning, which is gonna be pretty short. Um, and then we will have the spoiler part. We will give you fair warning. But to get things started, we do have some news we would like to talk about. What's that? Everything. Everything. We have uh, some very exciting news. I guess we um, we really only have Batman news for the Lego Batman movie well, <laughs> episode. I mean, technically, it's not Batman news. It's Nightwing news. All right, you're 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 going ahead of my news list. I don't care. That was number two. No, that should be number one. They actually have notes this time. I can't help but feel a little touched <laughs> that they uh, uh, were somehow inspired by my notes on the last show. Yes, just yeah. wait till you listen to the episode before this where we actively say we're looking on Wikipedia right now. <laughs> and I actually tell Ronnie to keep talking for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Curtain was pulled back really far on that one. Yeah, just a little. We'll just a little. Dig. We had to look up. Who do we have to look up? Mr. Uh, Mr. Midnight? Yes. Yeah. Doctor Midnight, Doctor Midnight, and Mister Mixius Pitalik. Yes, yeah. Did you have to look out the pronunciation of that? No, I already knew how. Mixius Pitalik. Mixius Pitalik. Yeah, Mixius Spitlick. Yeah, Mixius Spitlick. I did bad the first time, then I just called him Mixius. Yeah, because I told you just call him Mixie on the podcast. But anyway, I do have two bits of news. They're kind of connected, so I figured it'd be a good time to jump in with this because this episode is going to get released. On time! Look at that! Yeah. Movie just came out a week and a half ago. <laughs> Not bad. But Getting we better. just saw it, so it's fine. Yes. Um, so after a ton of, I guess, complications is the best word to describe yeah. it, um, we have Ben Affleck's solo Batman movie coming out sometime in the next year or two. And originally, Ben Affleck was slated to direct, yes, as well as star in. And I think he was doing some writing on it, too. But he recently pulled out of directing. And as far as we know, despite a ton of rumors to the contrary, he is still going to be in it. Yes. But they went through a a list of directors, and they finally landed on Matt Reeves. Yes. Uh, Matt Reeves, for those of you guys who don't know, his last big movie was, uh, I think, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes was his last claim to fame. But he's he's been around. He's done a couple of other films. Um, I'm a fan of him. 
yep. for all intents and purposes. So I think that uh, he's definitely going to be a good choice. And Ben Affleck uh, welcomed him to the Batcave, according to his Instagram, which was yep. funny. So as far as we know, both him and Affleck are going to be involved in it. Yeah. But um, any thoughts on uh, the director? Um, not really. Uh, like you said, excited. Um, his movies... I mean, they haven't been, like, super big, but, um, big hits, but they have been well-done movies. Um, like you said, he's done Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, Cloverfield, mm. back in 2008. Oh, thank God you're um, here. Are we all looking him up at the same time? Yes. Yes, yes. all right! <laughs> We're all there! Um, and then he's got the new, uh, Planet of the Apes coming out. Oh, that's good. Uh, uh, so he, for the Planet he of the only Apes. did... He did Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, but he yes. didn't do the Rise of the Planet. The he rise. Did, is that the first one? Yes. Okay, so he didn't actually reboot the franchise. No. Oh, no, okay. No, I always no. thought he did yeah. for some reason. So he's he did the last one. He's doing this year's Planet of the Apes movies. So wait, let me see if I get this right. He didn't reboot Dawn the Planet of the Apes, but he's doing that. He has a remake of uh, of a horror film with Let Me In, which yes. was really good, and, right? But it was a remake, yeah. and he's doing Cloverfield, which was established by J.J. Abrams. Yes. Oh, we're so good on this Batman movie. Then we're we're fine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, if you look at it, he's taking another established property. Okay. And yeah. and putting his own. That's so, true. Like um. He was when he did J.J. Abrams and him did Cloverfield. Right. But he directed Cloverfield. Yes. I was I was a fan of Cloverfield. I really yeah. enjoyed it. Did um, too. I, I still waited for an actual sequel, not the uh, Ten the Cloverfield Lane. Yeah. yeah, that had that yeah. was Aliens. Spoiler alert. I um, didn't watch it because it looked horrible. It it was good. It was a nice yeah. t- taut little small closed room thriller. Yeah, but uh, I was a big fan of all the Planet of the Apes so far. The the Dawn and yeah. the Rise. Um, but see, Rise was was a reboot mm-hmm. and Dawn was a sequel to said reboot. Right. Yeah. So I have every faith that he's going he he proved he could take a property that's been established yeah. and then and run with it and still and make it better. Yes. I mean Dawn of the Planet of the Apes in my opinion was better than Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Yeah, okay. It was uh, it, it's so funny cuz they brought back none of the human characters and we didn't miss any of them. Mm-hmm. The fact that they were able to take the the titular characters and make them you know the, yeah. the main focus I thought was really cool, but uh, I'm excited. Uh, I'll reserve judgment. I, I, I hope it comes out all right. I would have preferred end. it if if Affleck directed, but this guy knows his action, which yeah yeah Affleck is not known for his action roles. No, and and if his I mean, latest movie Live by Night is any indication as to yeah. Ben Affleck's you know current output, I don't know if he's the right man to direct anyway. So. Um, I mean, yes, but no, because he's done some great movies too. Ben Affleck has. As as like, a, I'd rather if this was like a pure drama Batman, then yeah, I'd be mm-hmm. more okay with it. But I, I'm I'm excited to see somebody who's done action and sci-fi yeah. to do action sci-fi because I think Affleck was approached to direct another big DC movie or big superhero movie, and he actually turned it down because he he specifically said. I don't know enough about action and superheroes yeah. to make an action superhero movie. You know, obviously he's played superheroes, mm-hmm. one and a half good ones, mm-hmm. but um, <laughs> Daredevil. No, <laughs> not, not entirely his fault. No, though. not entirely his fault. The playground fight scene was the was the ruining oh the ruining of that yeah. movie. If you took that playground fight scene out, that movie would have been a lot better. It's just it's so weird. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Who, 
whoever thought you if you took out some smashing, <laughs> then uh, the movie would be better, huh, Timmy? Uh, I just really like uh, his work on Argo. Yeah. That that was really good. I liked his hair. That's not what we're talking about. <laughs> and his beard. No, he's still not talking oh. correctly. Okay, then. Um, but yeah, so, uh, so like you said, we do have Matt Reeves going for Batman. Um, we do have another bit of news you would like to talk about. What's the other bit of news? About Nightwing? Oh, yeah! Your buddy? So, so, right on the heels of the announcement in regards to... Um, Matt Reeves taking over the director role. We also got announced that there would be a live-action Nightwing movie directed by the same director of the Lego movie. Yes. That is so cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm so down for it. And you're going to hear um, how excited we are for that because we, mild spoiler, I guess, we really enjoyed the Lego Batman movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, it got the character down and it paid so much homage. And you're going to hear us kind of gush over it a little bit. With uh, a couple of mild exceptions. But, um, yeah, I think it's really cool that they're going to do a Nightwing movie. It, it makes me wish that they had introduced um, Nightwing in the DC universe first. Because now yeah. we're going to have to get an origin for him. For Nightwing? Yeah. Like, uh, we don't need superhero origins. Everybody knows. Yeah. Like, that's why this new Spider-Man is working out better. Because they were like, oh, yeah, we everybody knows Uncle Ben died. Yeah. Everybody knows. And, and everyone knows Martha died. What? Martha? <laughs> Martha! <laughs> Why did you say that name? Um, but yeah, it's exciting to see Chris McKay doing uh, Nightwing. Uh, putting you guys on the spot, who's your uh, uh, dream ro- dream casting for Nightwing? Oh, that's a good one. Ooh. Um. I saw somebody, uh, they were putting up a few of them. They put uh, Diego Luna uh, from Rogue One. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else did they have up there? That's a tough one. Who would I want to see as Nightwing? I'm trying to think of some of your actors that are that age, like Ben Foster. Yeah. Um, I don't think Ben Foster looks the role. Too grizzled? I could see... They they could go weird with the casting. Like They could go yeah. with like a big name, like a, a like uh, Ryan Gosling. I wouldn't be surprised if they approach, if he was a name. I wouldn't like um, that. You know who would be really good that I think? Uh, Chris Wood, who plays Monel. On Supergirl, oh yeah, okay. he he could definitely pull off a good Nightwing. Yeah. He's he's got that charismatic kind of womanizer, but he can also be serious. You know kind of be good. Who? But unfortunately, we can't get him. Chris Pine. Chris Pine oh, would have made a good. Yeah, because yeah. tied up in DC. Yeah, uh, stuff. Yeah. That would have been really good. Jensen Ackles. Or Padalecki. Yeah. I think they're a little better. too. They're, I, think they're, I think they're a little too old yeah. though at this point. Yeah. Well, how, how old does Nightwing need to be for this movie? Well, let's do some basic math. If this Batman is about 42-ish, I think, yeah. they established. So 20 years, he was 22. I'd say it depends on... See, that's the other thing. It depends on how young they're going to go with, a, with he was when he was Robin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, the whole point of Chris O'Donnell and Batman Forever and Batman and Robin is because they didn't think they could accurately show a child being a superhero. Yeah. But then you get to a movie like Kick-Ass where Hit-Girl not only right. did it perfectly but did it better than anybody expected. It's funny you should mention that because Aaron Taylor Johnson is, uh, some people have mentioned, would be a great Nightwing. He would. I, I could see it, yeah. yeah. Um, what about Zac Efron? Actually, it's funny I enough, would, Yeah, I would not say no. who I've got right here on my phone. Uh, Why is that your phone background? Uh, <laughs> I've got, this is a list I saw the other day of some of the top people they'd love to see. Zac Efron being one of them. Diego Luna. Uh, Justin 
Cornwell. I don't know who he is. Oh, from, oh, from uh, Training Day. Um, and Aaron Taylor Johnson being another one. Mm-hmm. And uh, Alden Ehrenreich. Uh, wow, I know that He's name. the new Han Solo. Uh, okay. ah. Oh, you know who would be a good one? The, the kid from Kingsman. Oh, oh yes. um, oh. Eggy. Uh, yeah, the guy who yeah, yeah, yeah. which apparently isn't his real name in the in the movie. It's a nickname. Yeah. Yes, and I forget his real name. You see it in the movie, but yeah. yeah, he'd be a really good. I think he'd be a fun one if he could do an American yes. accent. Yes, now that's a, a big uh, deciding factor for me, which is weird. But yeah, I would like somebody who's maybe about like thirty in that okay. range. I think that'd be a, a fair range for like a Batman that's like fifteen years older than him. His name was Taron Egerton. Oh right, that's the actor. Yeah, Eggy. Eggy. <laughs> But uh, I know, but they call they call him Eggie. Real name Gary. Gary, that was it. Yeah. Wow, you're you're good over there. It's like you have your phone out. But um, now that was all memory. That'd be fun, and it really depends on how they portray the character. And yeah, it's it's cool because it opens up another facet of the DC universe. Like, say what you will about Marvel and DC, what what one's doing better than the other. DC was really fast to be like, here's our whole world. Mm-hmm. Like, there are facets of this world yeah. that have been around for a long time. Like, Batman even says he's been Batman for 20 years. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so much that could be going on yeah. and already happened. I'm fine with them having an established history that we can see, you know. I mean, in Batman vs. Superman, we didn't get flashbacks except for the, the Wayne killing. That's all yeah. that we got. I'd be okay if they did a Nightwing movie where, with enough exposition about as to where he is, why he is all that cool yeah. stuff. I don't. I don't need to see the origin of Dick Grayson. Yeah, but I like references to the Titans. Like a Starfire cameo would be a lot of fun. Um, you know, obviously. I wonder who the villain would be for a Nightwing movie. Yeah, I don't know. Because they, they're gonna have Deathstroke as yeah the Batman. Yeah, villain. that's for, well. If they're still going forward with that yeah. approach, Suppose, remember they're suppo- rewriting so much of uh, Affleck's supposedly script. Joe Mangi- Manginello, whatever. Joe Manginello, the guy from yeah. True Blood and Magic just, Mike. Ah, oh, you beat me to it. <laughs> uh, he's still cast. Yeah. So I I think that getting rid of an entire cast, a big cast member, that'd be a lot of mm-hmm. legal challenge. Back to the Future did it when they got rid yeah. of uh, uh, the guy who played Marty. Yeah. Yeah, and they brought in Michael J. Fox. Best casting choice. Ever. Yeah, a young Michael J. Fox would be a good yeah. Nightwing. Are you kidding? That'd be awesome. <laughs> Still talking about Nightwing and who could play Joseph Gordon Levitt? No, no, get out! Why Are you not? out of your mind? Why not? No, they can't do that. Why? No, no. Why? All right, a hold on, defend it. Go ahead. All right, a the Dark Knight Rises was the weakest of the Dark Knight trilogy. We're gonna start there. I right, say so you're. Oh, I oh, see no. why you mentioned Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yes. I forgot he was in Dark Knight yes. Rises, and he was supposed to become like Robin. Yeah, or at least they hinted at his yes. name was Robin. Yeah, they defecated on the character. I hated it. I hated it so much. If they had just said his name was Dick Grayson, I would have been like, "All right, cool. I'm okay with it. It's well, a different I, I don't interpretation." Argue yeah. in the uh, in the light of a good defecation. So. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> but also, like one of the big things that all these comic book properties do is they don't want to confuse their audiences. Yeah. That's why the shows don't, for DC, the shows don't connect to the movies, mm-hmm. you know, and that's why Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., as much as I like it, they're, they're really distant from the movies now. Mm-hmm. And then look at the Netflix shows. They barely mention the bigger cinematic universe right. anymore. Yeah. They don't want their they audiences. They just mention, like, the New York uh, event or yeah. whatever. Yeah, and that was only yeah. in the first. The, the, oh, Battle of New York. That's yeah, what they yes. referred to. And that was yes. only in the first season of Daredevil. Yeah. Other than that, they don't mention it very often. And they made no mention of it in the movies. Right. I think um, if they were to cast Joseph Gordon-Levitt, it would create too much confusion among the average moviegoer. I, I hadn't thought about yeah. that. That's true. It, it would be a really poor Plus choice. Plus, he has to be Sandman. 
Oh god, I'm still waiting for <laughs> that. that. If that, if and when that ever happens. Yeah. But you know, it'd be a fun topic. At, maybe at the end of the episode, well, so that way everybody has time to think of it. This is my payback for you trying to surprise <laughs> me. Um, what other potential DC movies we'd like to see? Because they, they've always had a lot yeah. in the works um, that always time that kind of fall through. Like yeah. say. DC always plans really big, but then their plans fall through. Marvel is very systematic very methodical. And, and they will not tell you what they're planning until it's set a hundred percent in stone. Yes. yes. Which I think is a good business plan, but you know, then sorry, you, is or is not. Is. 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 I, I completely is. agree with it. I have no as as much as I like to tease Marvel and say Iron Man sucks, it's my computer password. <laughs> Iron Man sucks. <laughs> um <laughs> You know, as much as I like to tease Marvel, they d- they have it down. Yes, they're they're very systematic in their movies. <clears throat> sometimes it's good. Right. Sometimes it's not so good. Yeah, the whole idea of the phases was a yes. is a, is a fantastic idea. Oh, phase yeah. one films, phase two films. Whereas you know, uh, DC was like somebody sneezed they out in their phase entire four. agenda. Yeah. yeah, they jumped and, on a phase four. Yeah. I think that they they thought that they were big enough that I think they so. could. Yes, I mean, and rightfully so. If you if I were to say Iron Man to you 15 years ago, oh like, nobody, oh B class superhero, yeah. I, I would I wouldn't yeah. have known who you were talking about. Didn't they mm-hmm. even say they called some of the villains the C Squad in yes. Lego Batman? Spoilers, <laughs> but um, yeah, like we know Superman, we know Batman. Yeah, I mean you don't need solid. Well, origins. I think that's not to go too deep into it, but I, I was watching a video essay the other day where that they were talking about that the biggest problem with so much of the DC Universe films right now is that they're banking on that knowledge of the characters that oh you know who Batman is and you know who Superman is so you'll like them but the thing is and this is what the essay was emphasizing yeah we like them but we want to like this Superman yeah. we want to like this Batman you know we love we love the character but we want to love that actor playing that character and and they don't do anything to really advance the character like they were arguing that you know, Superman at the beginning of Man of Steel is the exact same guy at the end of Man of Steel. That yeah. he doesn't go through that character arc very much, um, and so oh, I'm going to argue oh, you so no, hard. Oh no! Because <laughs> no. the very first scene, he is saving people on that oil rig, mm. or yeah, and at the very end, he's saving people in the city. And you know, I think if he had started out with like, oh, he doesn't want to save anyone, but he's the same sort of melancholy savior at the beginning as he is at the end. Um, the only the only argument of the no I I can see that and I can definitely understand it. I think the biggest difference in in Superman is his his stepping into the spotlight, and that's that's his character progression. Like the whole point of showing his father die. And then his following lines to Lois Lane that the world wasn't ready for him. He would have firmly just kept in the shadows doing little <coughs> acts of, hero- of heroism for his entire life without anybody saying otherwise. Yeah. Like, he would have been totally cool helping out the barmaid and, you know, vandalizing some guy's truck. <laughs> but, um, like, he... And then he was thrust into this limelight, and well, he has a big moral dilemma about it. Like, whether or not he should turn himself over, whether or not the people of Earth are ready for him. And I always talk like, about the uh, Everything Great With series as opposed right, to the Everything know, Moment. Yeah. And they do yeah. a great video on both Man of Steel and Batman vs. Superman. Yeah. But yeah. I, I do agree, like, in terms of character of Superman, they did not get it perfect. No, like, he was a jerk yeah. at the beginning when he, you know, destroyed that guy's truck. Yeah. And then he's a jerk at the end when he's tearing down the satellite out of the sky. Yeah. It's like the same kind of... Wait, like, wait, wait, wait no, Zod threw that at him. 
the end when no, no 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 at the very end when they're like oh we're keeping eyes oh the drone on him. the yeah. drone yeah and then oh, okay. you I see it you crash talking... to the ground and it's like okay it's the same kind of jerk Superman that we had at the beginning yeah I wouldn't say jerk Superman mm. I would just say um well remember it's family friendly so no, please don't but... say <laughs> I'd ra- when I when I think jerk Superman I think of early Superman in the comics where he was throwing people twenty feet in the air for you know hitting their wives. Like, the original yeah. Superman, and both the original Superman and Batman were exceptionally dark characters, just drawn in bright colors. Like, well, Batman... Black ca- isn't Bat- really a bright color. Batman didn't wear black when he first started. He wore gray. <laughs> have, you ever, have you ever seen the original color, Batman maybe. coloring? Yeah. The original Batman was a bright red suit, blonde hair, domino mask, and a cape that looked like bat wings. That was his <laughs> original concept of Batman. You can... You should, that's worth a Google. <laughs> but um, good segue. Yeah, yeah. Like the 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 characters of DC were exceptionally dark. Batman killed a lot of people. Are you, you're talking about? I'm assuming like comic in the comic okay. books. Yeah, yeah. like you, yeah. if you look up times that superheroes have killed, they, there are a lot of superhero. De- Captain America, he killed a lot of people. I mean, obviously, I was watching uh, Avengers, and I you know I forgave World War II killing because they're Nazis. But yeah, he, those guys. he throws somebody off the helicarrier yeah. in Avengers, yeah. like a, a, one yeah. of the bad guys, and he's just like, ah, goodbye. He's firing a gun at another. Like Captain America kills people. Iron Man kills people. Like the tank missile, as cool as it was, Batman. Does all those die. people died. No, and and which uh, <laughs> no, yeah. modern Batman does not. Originally, Batman did. Well, yeah. Modern even, Batman, even Ben Affleck's modern Batman. Michael Keaton. <laughs> Michael Keaton. Batman killed everybody. Killed people. Yeah. Um, I guess Val Kilmer and George Clooney's you don't see it but it is yeah, really implied. the only one that didn't was Christian Bale's Batman and that was when they first brought in the yeah. rule about Batman not killing Yeah, Superman is for like at least the last 50-60 years of Superman's run he has been a non-killer Batman has killed and he's done it in some pretty messed up ways yeah. if, if you go online and you type in times superheroes killed innocent people there are a lot yeah um, just look at Deadpool <laughs> Deadpool <laughs> but anyway um, but yeah I'm excited to see where the DC universe is going to go um, it's it's fun that it's not like as much as they want it to be different than Marvel I like that they're different than Marvel but they could still learn from Marvel Yeah, I'll, I'll be the devil's advocate on that on both sides because I am a Marvel guy unlike uh you know, some people aren't DC people. Right here. <laughs> He's going to be a DC a person for the next hour. Nasty hour-ish. rumor that has proliferated on this show. And uh, this is the first DC I actually wanted to be think on. I, want, I, I think I watch more DC stuff than I do anything, considering that I watch all the CW shows. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, I just saw Justice League Dark. Oh, uh, that I was fun. to see it. That was fun with Matt Reeves. <clears throat> or not Matt Reeves, uh, Matt Ryan as Sean Constantine. Oh, yeah. We were just talking about Matt Reeves. No, we weren't. Yeah. Okay. All right. I, I segued for a solid 20 minutes of news for only yeah, two pieces. All right. Uh, it was a good discussion. It was. Oh, hey. we got to get Mr. Hugs on here next. All four <laughs> of us. Go yeah. at it. There we go. But um, So, yeah. So, let's get right into Lego Batman. Like I said, we're starting with a non-spoiler section. So, we're going to keep it nice and short because there's really nothing to talk about that won't give anything away, really. Yeah, it's hard to talk... Does. We have a couple of points that are not in spoiler. Yeah, no, yeah. we definitely do. I, I, I want to say that I, I I have been pressuring the hosts of this show to go and see Lego Batman for months now, and I've been posting things and telling them this is going to be the best thing. And yeah. and I, I, I kind of, I, I would argue that I kind of forced them to go and see this a little bit. <laughs> Did and our I, guest star just tell us that it's his fault? Yes, we I'm saying it's my fault. 
Um, He's so, kind of push the story. Yeah, and and I'm, I am pleased to to say that that they have both said. Well, I'll let them say it. You were right. I hated this movie. <laughs> <laughs> there wasn't enough Superman. <laughs> you can't have Superman if he's dead. He's not dead in this movie. <laughs> no. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm happy to say that we are all in very strong agreement on this. Oh, that, yes. that it was a fantastic film. Oh, that it really just it, it nailed so many things yeah, so it, well. It caught me by surprise. I didn't think it was gonna be this good. I knew it was gonna be good. Well, that, that's what the good but. thing is. I don't want to call this a parody movie, but it is. A, it's a parody of it Batman, the character. Yes. And the cool thing about it is they broke the fourth wall in every possible way they could oh, yeah. by establishing this long history of Batman. Yes. You know, you watch any of the live action movies, if he were to have a vault of all the different bat suits, we'd all be like, wait, how mm-hmm. long has he been doing this? Yeah. Why does he have the 1960s bat suit on display? Oh, yeah. And there's so many references to so many. When, when oh, Alfred yeah. says, you know, I've seen you go through similar phases in, yes. in, in 2016 and 2008 and 2005. Yeah. And like, oh, <laughs> we, we have a list of all the funny Easter eggs that we really enjoyed that are, it's going to be in the spoiler section. So be, okay. be ready for that. Do you want the, the brief overview? Yeah. Host of the episode? Yeah, give me the brief. You're supposed to be keeping us give on track. Okay. All right. There are big changes brewing in Gotham City, and if he wants to save the city from the Joker's hostile takeover, Batman may have to dro- drop the lone vigilante thing, try to work with others, and maybe, just maybe, learn to lighten up. Yes. That's our brief... That's our brief little overview of the movie, without giving any spoilers out there. But, um... Do we want to talk about Lego... Bat- or the, the original Lego movie first? Yeah. Give you guys a little... <clears throat> how it all started. Now, I'm going to step back and say that I was not happy about this movie to begin with. The Lego one or... The, the Lego Batman movie. The Lego Batman. I love the Lego movie. It was so much fun. Oh, yeah. Yes. It was so good and it had... You know, it, it was able to, like, make references, you know, like, 1980 Spaceman, Dumbledore, Gandalf. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Dumbledore. <laughs> Dumbledore. Dumbledore. <laughs> but I hate when they take a movie that has a really, really fun popular side character and then yes. make a movie based off said side character. Yes, because we've never seen that happen in anything Marvel or DC ever. Oh no, no, I'm not <laughs> I, I'm not a big fan of it like the minions. That was that was a big what? thing. I don't really care about the minions. I love this what? big I like no huh, let's go ahead. Let's, let's on, I think on. we need an expert on this. Yes, go ahead. Right, what do Timmy, we think about Timmy, go the ahead. Minions? Go ahead, Timmy. Go ahead. I think it's like one of the best movies ever. Which one? The Minions movie? Yeah. Why? Don't nod to me. They can't see you. <laughs> Why is it one of the best movies ever? Because it, it had, it had, like it told what the minions are. They're little things that work. Um. Their origin. Their origin. Yeah. 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 It says it gives them the origin of who they are. Mm-hmm. And it does still have like the Despicable Me comedy yeah. in it that everyone loves. You can't disagree with that. And they're Watch funny and, and they're adorable. Funny. Banana? Alright. Here, here's my here's my only reasoning. The minions were very physical comedians in Despicable Me. Like they they're they weren't they're, the biggest jokes came from a physical act of comedy from them. Despicable Me had a character that had a character progression that you followed and you became engaged with. The minions did not do that for me. And Sometimes when it's like the Ice Age series, once they find something Those successful, yeah. yeah, the first 
two, maybe. Yeah, I, I They're I up to Ice Age 92. <laughs> That's like the Land Before Time series. Yes. What 100%. are they up to, like, 14 or something like something that? Something crazy like that. No, Ice Age, actually, I just saw the newer one, uh, Collision Course. That was actually pretty funny, not going to lie. I'm so you. embarrassed for you. <laughs> I hate you. Like, sometimes it works. Like, I remember Sesame Street used to be just Sesame Street, and then suddenly it was all about Elmo or all about Big Bird. Right, but I'm, like, what I'm saying is, don't they do that in every single, you know, superhero movie in the DC or Marvel Universe where a, a char- they'll introduce a character and then that character will become popular, so then we'll have to have that character's backstory and origin, and they do but that they, throughout all the comics, They too. do that going ahead of time. They know that they're going to do that in advance. They knew when they introduced <laughs> oh, Spider-Man. I see. When they introduced Spider-Man in, in Civil War, they already knew that they were going to be part of the next Spider-Man movie. Yeah. So they build the character around that concept. Right, but the entire history of, of comics has always been that, where you've had you know a popular character, people have written in and said how much they love that character, and then that character gets their own story. Yeah, own and I get that. America, I think, went through. Just that. nowadays, I feel it's more of a cash grab. Oh, I, I, I would as as much as I enjoyed Minions, it completely was a, a cash grab. Let's see what we can do with these and make money off of it. Like, w- did the Minions go through any character development? King Bob. <laughs> that's about it. Yeah, that's about it. That's about it. <laughs> so that that's that's my issue, and you know that's what my initial issue with Lego Batman was because mm-hmm. the Lego Movie was so good, and I fell in love with Emmett. Like, he was my favorite character in the, in the yeah, Lego movie. but remember that Batman was an established character yeah. before the Lego movie. Yeah, but you know what I mean, though. It, it would have been like if they no, made... wasn't. If they made, like, a Shaquille O'Neal Lego movie afterwards. Oh, okay. Or, like, any... Or I mean, a, they could have done it with or any a of the Dumb- characters. Or a Dumbledore, or a uh, uh, Gandalf, Gandalf movie. movie. <laughs> but, um, it would have been... Or, like, if they had done a movie about Wild Style. Right. Like, yeah, all right. Yeah, I mean... But I would argue Batman was already established. What if they had done Metal Beard? I would go see a Metal Beard movie. Metal Beard movie. Never sit on a pirate's face. <laughs> but um, that that was my initial reaction when they announced yeah. that they were going to be doing this. What was your initial reaction, Ronnie? Same. Did not like it. I mean, just... When you think of Batman, you don't think of a comedy. You think dark and everything. Cool party. Yeah, cool party. Yeah, we've seen what happens when they take Batman lighthearted. Yes. And it doesn't work out. You, yeah, you get Mr. Freeze making cold puns for yes. two hours. Um, so I was kind of upset. And then seeing trailers and everything, it was getting me to go see it a little bit more. But still not 100% desirable. Kind of like how I was with Doctor Strange. That's fair. I actually avoided trailers for Lego Batman as much as I could. Yeah, I, I couldn't get him to see any of them. Which I, I think actually worked in your favor. Oh, yeah, 100%. Because you were completely surprised going in. I just went based off... Of the Lego Movie, yes. Um, let's do. A, you want to do a quick Star City rating for the Lego Movie, just like off the top of your head? Yeah. What do you, what do you think? I'll go first. Um, I'll go first. I give it a four. Give it a four. Yeah. I'm gonna give it a four also. Yeah. It, it was definitely. It was a children's movie with a lot of fun things for the adults. Yes. And that's what I like. But if I'm gonna go see an animated movie, you know, as an almost thirty year old single guy. It has yeah, to. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure there was nothing weird about the three of you sitting in a theater. Actually, it's funny. Lego when we went, when we went to go see Lego Batman, A, the theater was pretty packed. It, it filled up. Yeah. And they gave us one of the smaller theaters, which was even weirder. But there, when we first got there, there was a bunch of guys our age. Yeah. Oh, cool. Same thing when we went to go see uh, Toy Story 3. Like, it's all, we all grew up with it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, 
it's nice when you watch a movie and there's a lot of things for the established fans, yes. but then plenty of funny things to keep the kids quiet. No now, offense, Timmy. Now, you guys have seen it each once, right? Yes. yes. Okay, I, I, had, I saw it once in the theaters, and then I rewatched it a second time. And I have to say that the second time... I appreciated a lot of things a lot more so. Like, I, I, I saw the not childish aspects of it and saw it more as, like, a, a, a social commentary on the, the, the character, on the, the evolution of it. Like, I have to say, the second time watching it really, like, solidified a lot of things. So I have to give you a... A four slash four five. I might okay. be going up to a four five. Yeah. Which for me, you know, I I do it out That's of fair. ten usually, and so I'm I'm bordering on a nine for yeah. this. Yeah. I, I talk about Lego Batman or the Lego Movie. No Lego Batman. Okay. What about the Lego Movie? Lego Lego Movie was a solid um, four and a half for me. Yeah. Like I I I think what did it for me for the Lego Movie was just because it was such a commentary on the way we play. Um, on, on sort of how we lose that innocence as we get older, how we lose that sense of fun and, and playtime. And, and like, because the Lego movie had that final scene, spoilers for anyone who hasn't seen the Lego movie. You get know, your life together and go see ago. it. Yeah. Um, the end scene between the father and son with you know Will Ferrell's character and his son and, and how really the whole yeah. movie was all about that just added that extra layer and just made it completely amazing and really sold it to me so much more so. Whereas the Batman movie didn't have that extra layer to it, yeah. but I, I, it might be approaching that level for me soon. Yes, definitely. But um, do we want to do Star, Star City ratings for it now and then do the spoilers and explain our... Um, we yeah, can't we're going to do a Star City rating now, um, but not go into detail about why. And then um, argue our points because yeah. as much as we love it, we on. do have some some qualms with it. Yes, um, more more on the technical or more like the fanboy side of it. Yeah, which you would think is weird considering how much fan service is in this movie. Yeah, but uh, do you want me to go first? Yeah, I'm going to give Lego Batman a four point five. Whoa. Um, it like I had to step back from being the serious Batman fan because. Like, in my top superheroes, Batman's on there. Like, everybody thinks that I'm just, like, this big Superman fanboy. And while Superman is my favorite superhero of all time, the Batman story and the Bat family is yeah. definitely a big part of my comic book uprising. Like, I watched I watched the Adam West Batman as a kid. You know, some days you just can't get rid of a bomb. Yeah. I watched the, <laughs> the Batman animated series. You know, every day it was on. I watched Batman Beyond. I watched, you know, Justice League. Yes. So I grew up with Batman. And, like, in terms of even Batman vs. Superman, Batman was my favorite aspect of Batman vs. Superman. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So this movie, I had to step back from being the Batman, like, the, the real Batman fan. Like, I want to see the Batman yeah. that I want to see. Like, the 100% terrifying, you know, evil not evil batman but like the the ba batman that, yes that i want and you know we've only seen glimpses of that kind of batman if yeah. you take aspects from all the batmans in main portrayals like if you take the look and the fighting style of christian bale's batman or not christian bale's ben affleck's batman the mind of christian bale's batman and then kind of the the playboy billionaire bruce wayne side of of michael keaton's batman oh, yeah. and put them all together that's, that's that's, That's my Batman. Batman. Okay. With Which, Kevin Conroy's voice, though. And is this one that Batman? It's not. It, okay. it has all the aspects that I want, but yeah. I can't look at it as a serious Batman fan. So no. <laughs> if I were to look at this movie as like a real hardcore Batman fanboy, it'd be 
a three, yeah. a three point five, just for this. You know, it's a yeah. silly movie. It's a fun movie, yes. but I'm I'm giving it a four point five because the only things that kind of gripe me are things that like afterwards we were sitting there going, oh, I really wish they had done this. That would have been yes. cool. Never like I can't believe they did this. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so I can't. I'm gonna agree with you. I'm gonna give it a four point five also. Oh wow. Yes. Um, it's just so much I want to say, but I can't say it right now until the spoilers come up. Mm-hmm. But um, it has to be up there with one of the best Batman movies ever. With Dark Knight. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. With Dark Knight, for me, Dark Knight is still number one. That's fair. And then this is. Most likely number two. It was, uh, like you said, we didn't really see too much of the Bruce Wayne, but, I mean, I'm okay with that because we had enough Batman. Excuse which... me, waiter, I need some water. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, waiter. I, think I just hate off. everything yeah. you said. Yeah. <laughs> like, we saw, like, a, a funny Bruce Wayne. We didn't really see the Playboy. He was oh, the Playboy. He was. He just never took the, the mask off. The whole time. <laughs> But anyway, no, this is your race. Lobster Thermidor, my favorite. I can't wait. (laughs) But anyway, there's going to be a lot of quotes in this episode, guys. Sorry. (laughs) But keep going. Definitely a quotable movie. Um, But yeah, like I said, and you said, there's just only maybe three total things I could think of that I would like to have maybe changed or at least inputted. And it's nothing that would have made it a higher score and there's nothing they could have taken out to make it a higher score either it just was very well done alright so yeah. two 4.5s out of us right. I, I, I could go 4.5 what do you what do you think 4.5 two like 4.5 4. 5, 2 or 4.5 also also okay. <laughs> I don't know I would argue for a 4.5 too because it's slightly better than a 4.5 yeah I that's like the that. thing that's the tough part when you give it out of 5 yeah because it definitely there's wasn't no, a there's five. no wiggle room yeah there was definitely no 5 it and does 4.5 is a little low it does have I've noticed too in watching it a second time extreme rewatchability. Yes. like it's something where I think if it were I was flipping through channels and it came on I'd stop and watch it for a while and I, could, I could see me having it on in the background while I do other things yeah absolutely the yeah. only thing that I that in terms of rewatchability that I think won't hit me as well are the the slow comedy moments like him going up no spoilers this, like he goes up the elevator <laughs> yeah super yes. slow I can't just sit and watch it and laugh hysterically each time. It was funny the first time I saw yeah, it. I don't know. I think every time I said, like, him, him microwaving lobster. his yes. lobster thermidor. 20, oh, no. Not, not 20, not 20 minutes. minutes. Stupid. <laughs> but, um, like, the, some, some of the, the the physical comedic moments, I don't think I could watch. But it, it's it's cleverly written, though. Oh, yeah. So there's that. So much so. Uh, Timmy, what is keeping it from being a five for you, though? I'm curious. There's a lot of smashing in yeah, this what's, movie. What makes it not a perfect movie for you? I agree that I I think there should be a Nightwing in it. Oh, well, we're going to talk about that. I have a problem with yes. that. Anything else? Was Joker perfect? No, he didn't have the grin down. Oh, obviously. Uh-huh. <laughs> Would you rather his like face been all cut up and nasty? No. Oh, okay, just making, sure. <laughs> yeah, just making sure. Just making sure. For those of you guys who don't know, Timmy, how old are you? Eight. Eight? And Timmy just watched Deadpool for the first time. Great parenting over there. <laughs> it is. There's nothing wrong he, with that movie that an eight-year-old can't watch. He, Are you, we, we, uh, his mother and I talked about it a lot, and we said that, you know, for Deadpool, he really wanted to watch it, and we've been saying no for the longest time. And we said, you know what, the real moments that we had a problem with were the moments that, where 
it violence looked like a lot of fun. And so for some of the movies that for some of the parts that were just like really gross and gory and and were just totally inappropriate to watch that just made uh, you know, killing fun. We we said, you know, hey, cover your eyes for this. Like there was the yeah. scene where he shoots twelve people in the head in a row, and we said, nah, that's not something yeah. worth seeing, because yeah, violence is is that kind of violence is so not natural. And and something I argue with my students all the time of that, you know, th- you know, nudity and all that stuff. That's natural. I said the chances of you, you know, being naked with someone else in your life is way more higher than you killing someone in yeah. your life. <laughs> not for Ronnie. So. <laughs> He's got a Don't rap sheet. my secret. <laughs> so, I'm you know, Batman. that's wow, the problem. That is, is The problem is that the excessive violence shown for laughs and fun. Yes. Yeah. It's funny you mention that because, like, we've, we've talked about Deadpool, how it, sometimes it feels like two different movies while you're watching it. Just it does. The look and tone uh, compared, like, when he's in his just Wade Wilson look as opposed to the Deadpool look, it almost looks like a cartoon when he trans when he becomes Deadpool. Yeah. So it's funny that you mentioned that. So yeah. I was just busting your chops a little bit. But uh, <laughs> but he has not, for the record, Timmy has not yet seen Dark Knight. Really? No. Um, we, we, we're talking about it now, but we have kind of come to the conclusion that, that you know, Heath Ledger's Joker is the stuff that are made up of nightmares. Yes. Um, that's a very horror, you know, he because he, he plays it as serial killer. Yeah. And that's a horrifying thing to watch. And so, you know, I, I think I would be more okay with him seeing Deadpool, an R-rated movie, than him seeing The Dark Knight, PG-13, yeah. because it's there's some things in it that are just so horrific that yes. you can't unsee. And it's yeah. that level of realism, like, that yes. could happen, yeah. which is yes. terrifying. And also, I think you need to be a little bit older to really appreciate the story of The Dark Knight. Yeah. yeah. Um, because it is a deep story. Yeah, like I, I think I would be okay with him seeing Batman Begins, but I think I'd probably just hold off so he could see all three in a row. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Is that okay with you, Timmy? That's fair. Stop nodding. You have to talk. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Timmy's just sitting there smiling and nodding, just happy to you play can't with his wait Legos. To see the Dark Knight, though. Yeah. Yeah. For the record, and it's um, we. Uh, just re- one of your hosts just referred to it of the Legos. We, uh, Timmy and I, brought all our a whole bunch of Legos with us. You want to tell the audience what you brought? Um, almost all the, pretty much most of the villains, and some like exclusive ones like a clown Batman and a disco Batman. <laughs> Which we got free from the Lego store. That's actually plug Ronnie's for, nickname. Plug for the <laughs> plug for yeah. the Lego store in Danbury, Connecticut. Wait, what the, the Dis- free Dis- Legos? Disco Batman. Uh, Disco uh, Batman. <laughs> and what's this here that you have in front of you? Oh, we also brought the Scuttler. And the Scuttler, which is Batman's vehicle, and we also brought uh, the Low Rider of. Joker's Lowrider. Joker's Lowrider. That's, that's Timmy's awesome. nickname. <laughs> Joker's Lowrider. <laughs> You're short, Timmy. What? <laughs> what? If, so if any of those Legos are missing, it wasn't me. You oh, literally okay. just put two in your pocket. <laughs> we, we watched you do it. It, it wasn't was Harley Quinn. Quinn. <laughs> it wasn't such... <laughs> yes. You're not going to want that one. <laughs> Family friendly. <Yeah>. Grandma's boy. <laughs> With Lara. Oh yes. my gosh. <laughs> anyway, so back to Lego Batman. Do you um, want to do your spoiler warning? Yes, time for our spoiler warning. Um, so... Be prepared to pause and come back to us later. Um, or don't. Because we are going to go into a lot of depth here. There's going to be a lot of spoilers. Um, it is in depth. Don't you worry, child. Heaven's got a plan for you. Oh, my uh, God. 
This, why is the spoiler warning always so long on this show? Because <laughs> we're giving people time to press pause. Exactly. What if they're driving? <laughs> yes. driving? I drive and listen to my iPad. I pull it into my car. You have to yeah, pull over exactly. and hit pause. All right. Yeah, yeah, so this is the official spoiler warning. We will be talking some spoilery stuff right now. So At least he doesn't do the siren anymore. Us. Oh, darn it. Wah, 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 wah. This is because you didn't want the warning. Wah, you wah, literally wah, already wah. had your hands to your face when I started saying it. <laughs> All right. So we gave you about 38 seconds. <laughs> Four minutes ago. <laughs> um, so let's get into about why Iron Man sucks. <laughs> Iron Man sucks. <laughs> I can't believe they got away with that not I once but twice. Can't either. I was shocked to hear that, that they made a Marvel reference in a DC yes. movie. I was so proud of them. It was for a lack of uh, gutsy, I'll go with gutsy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was very gutsy. I, I think they could have. I think they went with that one too. Uh, it was pointed out to me because Iron Man is also the billionaire playboy yes. philanthropist, the way same way Bruce Wayne yes. is. Did you, there was a when Tropic Thunder was coming out a few yeah. years ago for the MTV Movie Awards. Ben Stiller did a a skit with Jack Black and Robert Downey Jr. Okay. And Robert Downey Jr. is just sitting there reading like a cover, and it says Iron Man makes one billion dollars. It's, like, <laughs> it's like oh yeah. And then Ben Stiller's nephew, I put in quotes. Was uh, like, um, he was like, yeah, it's pretty good till the Dark Knight comes out. <laughs> and Robert Downey Jr.'s got this plastic Iron Man mask on. And he's just like, ugh. He's like, Christian Bale, kick your. Timmy left the room, ass. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah it, it's definitely, uh, it was a very gutsy oh, move yeah. for them to drop I that one. Did not see it coming, too. I think we. I think you and I started clapping a little bit when they yeah. that. I was yeah. like, I was just I, there, like, I was proud of that. Slow yeah, clap on that one. Sucks. <laughs> um, if they had said Marvel sucks, it would have been even even even, oh. even gutsier. Yeah, All right, so let's let's talk about the portrayal of Batman. Will Arnett did the voice. Yes. What do we like and what do we not like? Um, I liked his Batman voice. His Batman voice was good. Yes, it was good. Um, it's hard to figure out how he portrayed him because you don't see him. You don't see him acting. It's hard to figure out someone's portrayal if you're not actually physically seeing them portraying. You're just going based off of voice and script. Well, in terms of his voice, you said you liked his voice. Yes. The character was portrayed as almost an intentional loner. Yeah. Like, he did not want to have anything to do with other people, family, whatever. Yes. Now, I, I loved him, but here's my only real challenge with this Batman. Well, hold on. Before you even get there, are you an Arrested Development fan? I've seen it. I haven't okay. seen all of it, but for yeah. those of us that are, and especially, it's a huge, a huge thing because Michael Sarah is also is Robin, from, yeah, uh, yeah. as Robin is also from Arrested Development. Um, I have to say, every time I hear uh, Will Arnett doing his Batman voice, all I can think of is Job from Arrested Development in a Batman costume. So for me, oh, I, I had the visual I in there. It. But go ahead, sorry. Here, here's my one challenge with this character of Batman. Was he the same Batman from the Lego Movie? Theory would would say that he is. Yeah, sure. He made character development in the Lego Movie. He had a relationship in the Lego Movie. With Wild he had Star, right? fr he had friends in it. By the end, he was respectful of Emmett. So it feels like it's a different Batman. It could have been before. Maybe a yeah Batman before. origin. Apparently, Lego 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 you and I found out today when we were doing notes for this that apparently. They showed a, an image of Emmett in the mm. newsreel in the very beginning. We have to we have to confirm uh, that. All right. 
But apparently that because we one of our biggest gripes was that it didn't connect to the Lego Movie at all. Yeah, which I have to say, I, I actually I thought that was one of the aspects of it that I loved the most. How much it distanced itself from it because I was yeah. waiting for like. Oh, Wild Style will pop up and help him out in the finale or something. And yeah. I was so glad none of that happened. Like, the only reference to the Lego movie they really made was the idea of being a master builder. Yes. Yeah. And other than that, nothing. And so I love that it was its own thing. I would have loved, and this goes to, like, some of the things I didn't like. Uh, there's a lack of it. I would have loved at the very end if Batman was just, like, sitting and having, like, dinner with Emmett. And he's like... Why did you not call any of us? Because this is my movie. And then the credits just roll. That, that would have been funny. That yes. would have been fun. Yeah. Uh, like a little thing like that. Um, but if this was the same Batman that we saw in the Lego movie, which in theory it should be, there's nothing to there's nothing to prove it right. one way or the other, You know, except for the fact that it is a spinoff of the Lego franchise, which would imply it, multiverse. Oh, God. But... Um, I feel like we took like seven steps backwards for this Batman. Like I can understand yeah. he goes back to his world and he's like, you know, he's back in his prime and his, you know, it's him, it's his Bat world. So yeah. I, I can see it, but uh. I, I saw it more as not so much an offshoot of the Lego Movie, but an offshoot of every single Batman and DC property that has happened in you know in X number of years. You know, there were references to Suicide Squad. There were references to. 1966 Batman like that and everything I do between. have a list of all the uh, the f similar phases th that he yes. went through so okay. we, we are going to go through those but um, anybody else want to jump in on their thoughts about this Batman what they liked what they didn't like I uh, I love the whole loner kind of yeah. um, that outwardly he doesn't need anybody but yet he wants to be loved by everybody yeah. Um, he, he's, I love the fact that he played him as like, he's just, he's his own biggest fan. Yeah. He's, he's so high on his himself and how amazing he is. And he's always referencing how it's great to be him. Um, just how, how, how an orphan, how, I have no parents, <laughs> how egocentric he was and just a megalomaniac, which is fantastic. Mm -hmm. All right. So uh, we'll jump into, uh, one of my favorite characters of comic books and our first really fun portrayal of him. Uh, Robin was introduced for this movie. Yes. I'm a big Robin fan. I always really liked Robin. The idea of just like a regular kid who becomes Batman's sidekick, that was the whole point of introducing Robin, to get more kids to read comic books. And I was one of those kids. I was like, I want to be Robin. I don't want to be Batman. My parents are dead. But I'm rich. Maybe I'll be Batman. We'll see what happens. But I was so enamored with Michael Sarah's Robin. Oh my gosh. Fly, Robin, fly. <laughs> My name is Richard Grayson, but the kids call me Dick. Kids yeah, can be kids cruel. Can be cruel. <laughs> oh my God! Wow, that, that was I a can't believe yes. they got away with that. That was a rough. I'm surprised they made it. You know, with the PG um, rating. I saw somebody said uh, somebody wrote that um, ro the Robin in this movie, if it had a tail, it would be wagging all the time. Yeah, oh, that's a good, that's a good analogy. Yes, yeah, he is just a cute, adorable puppy. The entire thing with those enormous eyes, yeah. and I like he even makes reference to that. And he says, you know, would you recommend that I get eye enlargements to look even more adorable? Yeah. <laughs> now, the thing the thing that's so cool about it was that it kept in contact with the actual character. The whole point of Robin, and I think it was Tim Drake who said it. He's like. Batman needs a Robin because otherwise he's going to go too far to the edge. And that's what convinces him to take Tim Drake on after the death of Jason Todd. Batman needs Robin. And it's a shame that we haven't gotten him in a really true form. The, the most you can argue is, you can argue Burt Ward, which still right. doesn't make sense why a 20-year-old is living with this dude. You know, the same with Chris O'Donnell. <laughs> 
Chris O'Donnell, he's in college. They specifically say yeah. he's in college. Yeah. But he needs to go live with well, Bruce Wayne for some reason. And I love that Barbara Gordon even makes a mention of that. She says, is yeah. this your son? No, it's not my son. What? Because it's... Is that... She's like, well, it's kind of weirder if it's not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, like, the, the the best portrayal of Robin for me has always been the Young Justice Robin. Yes. Um, yeah, that is that is a cool one. And they specifically say he was nine when Batman started training. Yeah. That's, that's in keeping with the character. And, yeah. you know, just that, that youthful optimism and mm. that constant, you know, this is all a game. Which, which, I guess this Robin kind of portrays, and it plays off of Batman's, because this Batman, he's got a complete lack of, of sense of humor, and he takes everything so seriously, and he thinks everything is just like the best thing that he's ever done, and then there's this cute Robin that comes in that is just this, I, I what, what are you doing? I thought, I wanted to give you a hug. I thought you were attacking me. <laughs> but then he's also almost better than Batman like when he has to go steal the Phantom Zone projector yes. and he just does it so effortlessly he's singing he's like his cape is sparkling my, like, my yeah. favorite was when he was before he was going for that he's climbing up the entrance of the fortress it's of like Solitude. so awkward he's like <laughs> it's a very Lego kind of yeah. bending of the character it's almost like a stop motion film yes. <laughs> And it was just so perfect. And actually, that's one of the things that played well, because I don't know if you know Chris McKay, the director, mm -hmm. what he did before this, he used to do Robot Chicken. Oh, that's yeah. perfect. Which, oh, wow, that's yeah, awesome. Yeah, that stop I knew I recognized animation. the name. Oh, yeah. yeah. Which is perfect. But um, what did, anything else about Robin that we want to talk about? Um, about how he, he was the highlight of the movie? I would argue <laughs> that some of the funniest scenes came from Robin, yes. Batman and Robin's yeah. interactions. Like, Batman had some great funny scenes. The Lobster Thermidor yeah. is, is hilarious. And him sitting on, like, the bat jet ski and just yeah. eating it. Like, little things like that were fun. But I, I like the, um, when Robin first goes into the Batcave, he's freaking out. And he goes, Batman lives in Bruce Wayne's basement. No. Bruce, Bruce Wayne, Wayne lives in Batman's attic. <laughs> There's going to be a lot oh of quotes. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. <laughs> it's the Bat Spaceship. It's the Bat Don't Plane. Don't touch that. Don't touch that. <laughs> it's the Bat Zeppelin. It's the Bat Kayak. Don't touch anything. Don't look at anything. <laughs> oh, and then, he's, and then he's like, it's Batman Shark Repellent. Uh, you can touch that. That pretty much doesn't do anything. As soon as they said that, I was like, it's going to play into it. <laughs> like, go ahead. What does Robin come, what does the Lego Robin come with? Uh, His Shark Repellent. Awesome. <laughs> Uh, I loved their final fight scene too. Yeah. We're gonna hit them so hard that words are explaining their pain are gonna explode in the air. It was it was so perfect. High five! Like I I miss a Batman Robin uh, dynamic. Even in Young Justice, which I argue is the, one of the best portrayals of Robin, he doesn't interact with Batman very often. Yeah. But one of the best moments is when Robin's training and he's just he's so frustrated and Batman stops him to play a game of basketball, and it was just like. Or Bruce Wayne does, because yeah. that'd be really yeah. awkward in their costumes. <laughs> but it was just such a touching character but moment. On, on a side note, that was one of the things that I loved in the film was that Bruce Wayne never, almost never takes off his cowl. Oh yeah, yes. sir, your cowl, my what? Your armored cowl. <laughs> your your armored face, face. mask. Yeah, and, and like wow. you know, heating up the lobster and, and yeah. swimming and eating it in the cowl and everything. That that's just he loves being Batman, and yeah. you can tell it. Yeah, it, he's one of those characters, and that's one of the reasons I don't like The Dark Knight Rises, is because it isn't the real character is Batman and Bruce Wayne's persona. It's yeah. almost it's the complete opposite. Wayne, yeah. And, you know, the same arguments made for Superman and Clark Kent all the time, you know, which one's the real character. Yeah. So it's cool that um, we got to see that he is Batman. And, mm -hmm. yeah, they do it in a funny way, but it connects to the comic books so well. 
Um, you want to talk about our portrayal of the Joker <coughs> next? Yes. Because we already talked about our connection to the Lego movie. Yeah. We have a list. Yes, we do. Not as not as in-depth as some <laughs> other people on the show right now. But um, we'll, we'll talk about the supporting cast. And I yeah. think uh, we'll talk Joker, then maybe yes. Batgirl. Because really, okay. and then Al- Alfred, obviously. Yes. Uh, so Joker, portrayed by Zach Galifianakis, inspired yeah. casting. Yeah, who saw that coming? That was that was really good. Um, yeah. What do we think about the Joker's motivation in this in this movie? To to be his greatest his enemy. Yeah. Um, I didn't like it, but it worked. Was, like it, it was kind of out of left field. You wasn't really expecting it because everyone says it's the Joker, right? That's his greatest enemy. Batman knows it. And, like, real Batman, he knows that. Oh, 100%. So, like, just that little, like, disconnect almost. Because, like, there was so much connection with real-life Batman that that was such a big disconnection. You know what I think would have been really fun? This is totally off-topic, but it is Joker. It would have been really funny if there was a scene where he came in dressed like Jared Leto's Joker and everybody's like, no, 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 (laughs) no. Take that off. Put back on your other costume. But yeah, I get what you're saying. Like, it, it's almost it's weird that Joker needs this this validation. And yeah. It's, but it, but it's consistent with the character. I mean, if yes. you think about Heath Ledger's Joker, that that was all about how you know you we're the same me, yeah. people. You you complete me. Super ironic after. <laughs> <this movie. laughs> but yeah, he's Joker says that to him in, in the Dark yeah. Knight. It's even funnier. Yeah, now. he says you know we're we're two sides of the same coin. We're you know sort yeah. of the yin an, and the yang, and that's an immovable force meets yeah. an, yeah. an, yeah. an, an unstoppable force meets an immovable object. Right. And yeah, that really cuts. You know, Zach Galifianakis is Joker cuts to the heart of what their relationship really is and, and what the movies are all about, that they are just completely at odds with one another. Yeah. Um, and the fact that Batman says, you know, I'm, I'm currently fighting a few different people right now. That was the funniest line. <laughs> Superman's my greatest enemy. He's not, He's even not a bad guy. He's not a bad guy. <laughs> uh, still my bad. Still. But um, I, I enjoyed the Joker's portrayal. I think, mm-hmm. you know... It, it was in keeping with the it's Basically, all the characters are parodies of the character. They're... they're yes. They're the character to the comedic 10,000th degree. Yes. But yet... Everything's in spark, keeping with it. But yet sprinkling in so much insight on the character. Oh, 100%. Too. It's it's basically... It's the PG version of all of our favorite characters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he's the main bad guy. You know, his, his goal... At first it was just to get Batman to say he loved him or hated him. Yeah. In this him. case. And then, um, then he decided, I'm going to take over the whole Lego world. Yeah. Which apparently is... Uh, Two tectonic plates <laughs> that went separate so, over a pit that smells like dirty underwear. I think yeah. it was. Yeah. So basically, it's two tables that have yeah. Gotham City connected on it. Apparently, I, I will say that it was, um, and Timmy could probably talk about this. Oh boy, um, it was very much inspired by Lego Dimensions. Um, what's? Do you remember the basic story in Lego Dimensions? That there's a the one guy trying to take over the entire world and Batman. Well, all the dimensions. All the dimensions. Um, and then, I forget his name. Um, he's played by Gary Oldman, actually, oh, in, the, yes. in the video yes. game. Uh, and he's coming in and he's taking over all the different worlds. And, like, Batman and all the other people from the worlds kind of come together to try and stop him. 
and it was oh, very cool. similar cool. in in to this, you know, Lego Dimensions with the Joker playing that role. They did a uh, Spider-Man Shattered Dimensions where it was similar, where they got like four different Spider-Mans, Spider-Man, Spider guys. Spider guys. I think uh, they even did it on the the new TV show. They did all the different Spider-Men, which is always a cool. It's always a cool concept, you know. Obviously, we're the multiverse fan cast. We love the yeah. idea of of multiple universes. Yeah. So it, it's cool when we get. Um, different portrayals, and I like how they contrast with each other a lot of the time. Yeah. Like, imagine this Batman with the Dark Knight, uh, Dark Knight Returns Batman. <laughs> can you, can you imagine the little Lego Batman and then like a twice as big Batman? <laughs> I'm gonna break that guy. Whoa, whoa, whoa! You can't break people. <laughs> They'll be stuck like that. We need the craggle. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you want to talk? Uh, go down our list of supporting characters. Yes. So we got a. Uh, who played uh, Rosario Dawson as yes. Barbara Gordon yeah. slash Batgirl? That, yeah. We didn't even realize it until the end credits. No, I didn't no. either. Because um, she's so pivotal in the Netflix universe. Yes. Yeah, she, she's one of those characters that pops up, in, or actresses that pops up randomly. Yeah. I still love her in Clerks, too. That's one of my favorites. <laughs> but um, they, they kind of tweaked her backstory a little bit. Yeah. She went to Harvard for Police, which I thought was hilarious. Harvard yeah. for Police. Uh, considering my police academy experience has not yeah. been as much fun as hers looked like it was. No. But, um... I, I really yeah. I really like that, too. And I don't think I really realized this until I thought about it for a while and then saw it a second time. That this movie is, is just as much about Bruce Wayne's uh, and Batman's arc as it is about Barbara Gordon's arc. Oh, yeah. Like, she really... Cause she's got a full arc in the whole thing where she, in the beginning, is all about... You know, uh, uh, police and law and order and everything, and then yeah. by the end, it's like, no, we're, you know, I'm going to become a part of this, you know, superhero universe yes. and, and learn to work with them. Uh, whereas in the beginning, it was all like, Batman, you know, we don't need you yeah. anymore unless you want to work together. Yeah. Um, but now she's okay being Batgirl, but yeah. not being called Batgirl. Can I call you Bat Boy? <laughs> if you call me Batgirl, I'm gonna call you Bat Boy. I liked how they used the uh, the 1960s. Batgirl costume. I thought that was a fun little nod. Oh, do we have that? We yeah, have the, that purple, yes. the purple looking one. Yep. Yes, yep, right there, there it is in, in the purple and yellow. Yep. Yeah. The ponytail hanging out the yes. back. <laughs> well, they did that in uh, the animated series too, Batgirl. Oh, yeah? Like, every, every iteration of Batgirl has had her hair going uh, behind her. But um, I thought she was a fun character and she added yes. the, uh, the emotional... And plus, every time they played I Just Died in Your Arms tonight, every time we looked at her, I was dying. Yeah, um, yeah a lot of good 80s... Uh, pop songs in this in seventies. They rickrolled yes. us in this movie. Are you yes. kidding? Yeah. Oh, completely. Never gonna give you up. Never, Never gonna, gonna let you down. Oh, that's right. Because Robin is trying to yes. play a theme his, song. His Robin his, pop music. Yeah. Which uh, I like how they they do so much. We were talking about the the Batman theme yeah. song in the beginning. That was we were a fourth listening wall to break right there too. A little bit. Yeah. Well, no, they said it too. They said this is for the what the directors and for the parents for the studio or something yeah, like that. For the studio. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Studios, yeah. But I still think that the best was... Uh, oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, at yes. the end when he's like, you know, this is going to make parents crazy and studio yeah. executives... Really happy. Really yeah. happy. And that's like <laughs> the, the family and friends yeah. thing. But I, I liked MacGuffin Airlines. I thought that was one of the Because <laughs> as soon as I said that, I like, I think I like was like, ha, I got to you. You know, the entire... I was really annoying during the movie. Yeah, you were. Especially when I, when I ran out of popcorn. Yeah. Because I eat it all before the opening credits. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Timmy. Who but, wants a shot from the merch gun? <laughs> <laughs> Poor Robin didn't get anything. Yeah. <laughs> but he's still so happy. He's like, yay! <laughs> he got oh, run I, over. Yeah, there is nothing that made Robin sad in the entire yeah. movie. Until Batman abandoned him. 
Oh. When, they, when they send them away on the ship, yeah. that yeah. was the only time that Robin was actually sat in this. Yeah, but it turned into like the bat plane. It was very confusing. Yeah, yeah. but um, it was the bat everything. So you want to talk about Alfred? Alfred? Betrayed by Ray Fiennes of yes. all people. Yeah, I really was hoping he'd do the voice of Voldemort or at least have a scene with well, him. Well, I, yeah. I saw an interview about with you, Ray sir. Fiennes. Do not sound scary at all. <laughs> I saw an interview with them, and they said that you know was that a missed opportunity that they didn't have him doing the voice of Voldemort, and they said we originally didn't have a scene between Voldemort and Alfred and we would have had to invent a scene and it would have felt forced so they said yeah. let's just you know go with it. I think it was Eddie Azard that ended up doing yes. uh, the voice of him um, so it, it's fine but yeah he was fantastic yes. as Alfred yeah it was it was really fun yeah but my, uh, my favorite scene is when he sneaks up on him while he's looking at the whole family photos and Batman kicks him into the piano <laughs> and what's, what does Batman say he says I'm so I'm so sorry. <laughs> I have incredible <laughs> reflexes. <laughs> yeah. My favorite goes, goes, I should have known better, Master Bruce. <laughs> I love that even when Batman is hurting someone, he's apologizing, but then saying how great yes. he is. My abs. <laughs> I have a ninth ab. <laughs> My favorite was One, uh, two, three, four, five, six, seven, after Alfred tells him he's got to go to the party. He's like, no, 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 no. He's like going up the stairs. No, no, no. Very Lego-ish. <laughs> but um, very childish. I think Alfred also had the biggest emotional moments. Like when when Bruce Wayne tells him that he doesn't know what it's like to have a surrogate son. Yeah. You oh. felt it. You were like, oh. oh. And then they showed a second time. I was like, oh, more feels. <laughs> yeah, there were some real moments of like just intense heart and emotion, like of him getting you know getting that way of of when Alfred falls off the the bat plane I didn't cry and we we <laughs> thought we'd lost him and they're diving so hard to get yeah. him like I, I it was it was very moving it yes was... I don't want to talk about it anymore <laughs> the, so those are like the main main characters well, I there was one other main character if you say pewter 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 pewter, pewter. <laughs> voiced by Siri <laughs> pewter <laughs> Is that actually the voice of Siri? Yes. Oh, that's hilarious. Was it really? Yes. That's funny. Okay. All right. We're good. All right. You can mention it. Yeah. I love how our... the, com- the computer had a bigger heart than Batman. Yeah. One of our favorite lines comes from the pewter moment when he says, uh, I've changed your... Pa- I've, I've j- I, oh, he says, I've got... Go ahead. I put your parental lock... I put the parental lock on the computer. And he says, I'll just use my super secret backdoor password. Yeah. You mean Alfred the butler with two T's? <laughs> but. <laughs> that I, I, that's something I noticed we've never seen is Batman or Bruce Wayne laugh. Yeah, yeah and the, the last time I did he was laughed. when he was killing Joker. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the fact that he laughs when, when he's watching Jerry Maguire and he says, you yeah. complete me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Apparently the director did one of those laughs because they yes. just didn't have Will Arnett available for it at, or they just put it in they were going to change yep. it. They thought it was just too funny. And they ended up just keeping yeah. yeah, him. All right, so I do have a list of all of the the characters that appeared in this movie. Shoot, you <laughs> want me to just shoot through it really fast? Go for it. All right. Let's just we'll, stretch. Please. We will start off. Um, Channing Tatum replies his role as Superman. Yep. Which and I was believe one, Jonah, Jonah Hill, Hill for one <laughs> line. I loved him. All right, so here are some of the I characters. I super hate you right now. <laughs> yeah, I super hate you. All right, the villains from Batman's rogue galleries that appear in the film include the Joker, Harley Quinn, the Riddler, Scarecrow, Bane, Two-Face, Catwoman, Clayface, yeah, Poison man. Ivy, Mr. Freeze, the Penguin, Killer Croc, Man-Bat, Crazy Quilt, Eraser, Polka Dot Man, Mime, Tarantula, King Tut, Orca, Killer Moth, March Harriet, Zodiac Master, Gentleman Ghost, Clock King, Clock King, Calendar Man, Kite Man, Cat Man, 
Zebra Man, the Condiment King, my personal favorite, <laughs> Captain Boomerang, Hugo Strange, Red Hood, the Kabuki Twins, the Calculator, Dr. Phosphorus, Magpie, and Egghead. <gasps> they say, did they say Zodiac on there? Yes, yeah. Zodiac okay. Master is on Zodiac there. Master, yes. The Super Friends members include Apache Chief, Black Vulcan, the Wonder Twins, Wonder Dog, El Dorado, and Samurai make their appearance. We also had Flash mm-hmm. and... We mentioned Green Lantern and Superman. I was so excited to see Apache Chief in there. I really wanted him to say we've, Apache Chief Inecha. We've we've seen some of the old uh, uh, what are they Super Friends Super Friends episodes with Apache Chief Inecha. And I was happy to see one of my favorite gentleman ghosts, which I've mentioned as being one of my favorites. Yes, yes. they actually had uh, Apache Chief in Young Justice. But instead, instead of him growing, he created like an energy yeah. construct around him of okay. like a giant, which it, it was cool because oh, sort of like, like what's her name on Legends of Tomorrow who does like uh, oh you Vixen know, yeah yeah, yeah. It, it looks very similar to that yeah, but um, who who do we want to jump on? I mean, there's so many great cameos in this yes from Batman's Rogue those Gallery. aren't all real villains are they? A hundred percent real villains. Yep, <laughs> probably. My, worth I think Google. my favorite was yeah. Bane. Bane was probably my favorite. Bane is feeling both warm and fuzzy right now. (laughs) They really did have... It was pretty entertaining that they made fun of his actual voice. I'm trying to think who else we had. Oh, Riddler. Riddler's line. Riddle me this. Uh, What just happened? Riddle me this. (laughs) Oh, I didn't mention the bad guys. Do you want me to do the bad guys too? Oh, the rogues? No, the Phantom Zone villains. Oh, wow. All right, so the Phantom Zone included King Kong, Lord Voldemort, the Kraken and Medusa from Clash of the Titans, Gremlins, the Wicked Witch of the West, and Flying Monkeys from Wizard of Oz, Daleks from Doctor Who, even they were they were only called they, British yeah, robots. Yeah, they never they, called them Daleks. I noticed that. Velociraptors and Tyrannosaurus Rex from Jurassic Park. Uh, that one you'd have to take with a grain of salt. No, yeah. Oh, no, they... Uh, they From the actual Legos? Or? Yeah, they, oh, okay. they as the Lego people, yeah, those are definitely yeah. the Velociraptors from the Jurassic World sets. <laughs> Sauron from the Lord of the Rings trilogy, my least favorite trilogy of all time. Agent Smith from The Matrix, the Shark from Jaws, Lord Vampire, the Mummy and Swamp Creature, and the Skeleton Warriors from Jason and the Argonauts. Okay, who's Lord Vampire? I thought that was Dracula. It, it kind of is. I guess? It's, it's the same thing. He it, They it? did a movie about him, I think, I want to say. Uh, oh, that's yeah. worth a Google. <laughs> well, there's, there's the Francis Ford Coppola uh, Dracula movie. Yes. Probably, uh, uh, yeah, it's called Bram Stoker's Dracula. Yes. It's probably referring to that one. Probably. I sure hope so, because I, I don't know who the heck. They, they would have just said Dracula, because Dracula's public domain. Yeah. Anybody can... No, can... He, I don't think he is. Bram Stoker, which is why, aha, uh-huh, 1921, the movie Nosferatu... I don't know if you're familiar with yeah, it. Yeah, no, I know it. Um, that was supposed to be a Dracula movie, and Bram Stoker's widow would not release the name. I could have sworn I they. Believe... I think I could have sworn they moved him into public domain. Maybe though. I'm, I thought After Bram Stoker pretty much still owns, or at least um, whoever's doing the the whatever studio is own, owns all of them, like the, the Frankenstein movie, yeah. the monster yeah. movies, yeah. and the Mummy. That's a movie franchise that's going to be starting soon. Apparently, Universal <laughs> Monsters. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Sean's really excited about it. I am too. When when uh, that comes out, he's going to be on the podcast because yes. apparently we're going to have to do that with him. <laughs> and he's going to be on Power Rangers, yes. our friend Sean. But um, I'm trying to think where else we want to go in terms of like I I loved all the villains. We'll talk. Yes. We'll do the villains first. All right, yeah. we'll talk the the Batman Rogues or the uh, Phantom Zones. Batman Rogues. Okay. Yeah, because I have a gripe with the Phantom Zone. Yeah, you and I have a challenge with the Phantom yes. Zone villains, which super 
super easy fix, which we're still not sure. I, I love that the ba- the Batman villains just played into that whole sense of randomness that was throughout the whole movie. That yes. it was this, you know, Condiment King. Oh God, uh, I still remember him from Batman the Animated Series. I remember that episode. <laughs> Uh, Polka Dot Man. <laughs> Cal- calendar, what is it? Calendar, calendar Man. Man. Calendar Man. Kite. Calendar Man, they actually made scary in What's the Arkham name? series. Kite Man? Kite Man. It is Kite Man? Yeah, okay. it is Kite Man. Um, yeah, like, they, they managed Eraser. Yeah. King Eraser. Tut. Yeah, there's King Tut. Magpie and Egghead. I was dying. Oh, yeah. yeah. They make a great line in... When, they egg the, oh, when he eggs the uh, bat signal. Yeah, in, uh, in Batman... <laughs> Batman signal has been egged. <laughs> But uh, in Batman Superman Public Enemies, which was um, an animated movie, they uh, Batman's carrying Superman because he got shot with kryptonite. Mm-hmm. So they're they're trying to make it back to the Batcave, and they're just having small talk. And he's like, Superman's like, remember Magpie? He's like the supervillain. Do we know anybody else named Magpie? <laughs> oh, she died. Oh, why can't any of the good villains ever die? And Batman goes, Clark, what the hell's a good villain? <laughs> I just, I, yeah, yeah. Oh, like Killer Croc. I did There's something twice. <laughs> All right, so let's let's talk about one of our gripes. You and I pointed this out when we first left the movie. We would have preferred if the superheroes had come to help Batman instead you mean of all from the, the Justice, Justice League? League. Yeah, yes. instead of all the rogues. Simple reasoning because it, it would have made. Like obviously, I get it. Like the the bad guys realize they need Batman, but I think it would even if the superheroes had had shown up too. What am I gonna do? Get a bunch of criminals together to fight the criminals? That's a stupid idea. Uh, he does mention the Suicide Squad yes. though. Yep. Who am I gonna be working with? <laughs> but I think it would have been better if the superheroes that kind of did the most emotional damage to Batman. Like, that scene with, with him coming to the Justice League party that he wasn't yes. invited to. Oh my to. gosh, that was so awkward. Yeah. That was, awful that was wonderful. And it, and I'll just have to sweep away when nobody suspects it. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> and it was great too because he was leading up telling Robin how Superman's this big loner and everything <laughs> and doesn't talk to anyone. More like Martian <laughs> Dance Hunter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I just thought it would have been I think it would have been more emotional if they had shown up because I think it would have it would have meant more to Batman yeah. what but it plays into the whole theme of that Batman needs the villains he needs the Joker because without him he's no he's no one you know those scenes where Joker was locked up and Batman didn't know what to do with himself you know he's yeah. sitting up there Batman is that you Ugh. <laughs> And he's like talking under his cape. Yeah. I can still hear I can you. Still hear you. <laughs> I don't know how she can hear me. I I think that, I think that plays into his character arc where he realizes that he he can't work alone and he needs to have these villains as a but part what, of his what, life. What was the first part you said? He can't work alone. I think it would have been just as good. I, at least if the villains had done it, it's cool. Like I liked it. Yeah. But if the if the heroes had been like, Batman, we need you too, man. Yeah. Like you're you're the coolest of all of us. So the main reason that Plus, Superman would have fixed it in five seconds. The rogues gallery helped was for the fact that Joker turned his back on them. That's why they helped Batman. Also, leaving him distanced from the rest of the Justice League sets it up for future installments of, like, that they can keep going with that joke. Yeah. Uh, I could could see it, but... um... I don't know. I just got. I would have loved to see the Justice League. Kind of big nerd, man. I, yeah. I like superheroes teaming up. It's my favorite thing. <laughs> I love that the Wonder Twins were in there. And the monkey. <laughs> uh, what's the monkey's name? Oh, Detective Chimp. No. Uh, no, because he was nowhere. I didn't see him. The anymore. Wonder Twins have a pet monkey. Oh my gosh, that's Talk. right. Oh, to the internet. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's what I'm Google. seeing. Superdog is it's is it or I guess he's crypto. Crypto yeah, the on the yeah. turntables. Yes, that was Who funny. knew he was so talented yeah, right? in DJing? Um, but there, like, I love that there was such an attention to detail with that too. That they had all these people in there. That you know, you could tell that the people that made this were clearly enormous fans of yes. past years of Justice League and all these mm-hmm. things. And, and you know, throwing yeah. him in there was such great fan service and, and a love yeah. for them too. One thing I was kind of upset with was you know, on our regular shows when we talk about you know the TV shows, our strong dislike for Hawkeye. Oh. And you know, oh. we thought we weren't gonna see him again, but there he was in Lego Batman. Oh, I'm so good. You got <laughs> a name? Wait, Hawkeye? Not Hawk. I know what he meant. Hawkman. Yeah, yeah Hawkman. Oh, I just God. let it go. Yeah, oh. I said Hawkeye, not I. Guy. You called him a Hawkeye? Yes. Hawkeye. <laughs> no, I found their name. Because I hate him right. that much. I have a strong disdain for that man. Let's let's see if this works. Um, but one other gripe I had. Um, Kind of getting ahead of ourselves for what we didn't, didn't Gleek. like. Gleek? But, um, oh, I was going to see if Siri could do it. <laughs> you mean Pewter? Pewter. There's actually a thing on your phone that... Siri, what's the name of the Wonder Twins monkey? We're really pulling yeah, back the curtain today. It didn't work. Pewter. So there's a thing you can say to Siri on your phone where it will act like Pewter. Oh my gosh, I have to yes, totally do I that. I have now. to re-look it up. I forget exactly what it is, but if you look it up, you you know say it to Siri, and it comes up and it acts like Pewter. Not that we're sponsored by Apple and iTunes anyway, in any way, shape, or form, but you can find us on iTunes if you search under the <laughs> podcast option. Yes. Ting. Wink, wink. Shameless plug. It's not <laughs> shameless if it works. But anyway. Yes. Uh, so, so, yeah. What I was saying was um, one thing that I said off air to Mags was, all right. So, Go home. Leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you still here? Yeah. Get out. So Hey, that's my hamburger. <laughs> in the beginning of the movie, um, we know that Superman sent Zod yes. to the Phantom Zone. Yes. Correct. Where was he? Who? Oh, Zod? Oh, you mean Zod never came down? Yeah. Yeah, we that's true. We didn't see him he, up in the Phantom Zone and true. he didn't come down. I would have liked to see some other bigger known villains. Like, we, we were sitting there going, like, I know the Kraken because I know movies. Yeah. Like, yeah. none of the kids knew who the Kraken was. No. Actually, I have to say, I didn't put that together until you guys mentioned the Kraken. I'm like, oh my gosh, yes. that's right. Yeah. That's who that was. And another thing was, was Godzilla. He was yeah. up there in the Phantom Zone. But when they came down, he wasn't. He yeah. wasn't there. I guess there's only so many things yeah. you could do. Like I, I saw some of the original people that they pitched, um, and a lot of them made it into the film. But there were some others. Oh, like he wanted to use, um, uh, what's her name from Misery, Kathy Bates' character up there. Oh, I bet they had ideas for. Yeah, all they sorts had of like a characters. lot of them, um, and you, I think he just had to cut the line. Yeah. Do you know what would have been a great somewhere. cameo? Bad cop. Yeah. At, <laughs> either either at Barbara Gordon's induction. Or I would have loved to see an interrogation scene with Bad Cop and Batman (laughs) trying to interrogate, like, the Joker. So how about instead of the rogues helping him, we did have some connections with the Lego movie. So we had Voldemort, and in the Lego movie, you had Dumbledore, right? Right. And Sauron with Gandalf. Sauron and Gandalf. So imagine if, like, some of the characters from the Lego movie came. Like, their actual... Yeah, we would have had a... Dumbledore versus Voldemort Lego battle. That would have been right. I think that would have been too much. That would have been <laughs> yeah. a little too much. Yeah. But uh, you know, it 
All right, so I argued that I didn't like how this disconnected from the Lego universe this movie is. Yeah. Do you think that this is a totally different universe? Because they, one of the things that we that they said but they never addressed was uh, that the, what's the Lego block that walks that watches over the. Uh, oh, does it have a name? I think it. I thought it did. I thought it was just Lego block. Yeah, I think it's just Lego brick. Yeah. Yeah, but like, like yeah. The, brick. The, I think it's. Yeah. yeah the guardian of. of the Phantom. The she specifically says that she has a boss, and that it is female. Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, um, she said, Bat- she'll be ba- mad if I yeah, Batman, get Batman. Yeah, Batman's bargaining with her. Yeah. And, you know, she said, she, my boss will be so mad, or something along those lines. But she spe- specifically mentions a boss that's a female. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we had the two male protagonists of the Lego movie, like yes. Will Ferrell and his son. Yeah. And there is a younger sister we see at the end. But it's, it's applied to be like a baby. Oh, yeah. The Lego Duplo is... Yeah. yeah. We are come to we are destroy come to you. We are come to destroy you. But I wonder if it maybe is just another Lego set somewhere... Yeah, it's possible. In some other Somewhere universe. in someone else's basement. Yeah. Yes. And that's yeah. why there's a Phantom Zone instead of, like, just the... Well, that would make sense then with the the uh, stakes where everything is built on plates that will separate... Yeah. Well, you can argue that you know, that's just Lego the, the city... That Will Ferrell had, you know, maybe, yeah. he, maybe it's bigger now or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, we, as much as I never watched the Lego movie, going where's ba- where's Gotham City? I don't, I don't <laughs> yeah. even see it. But um, yeah, it's just uh, I wonder that, how far Cloud Cuckoo Land then is from Gotham. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> Cloud Cuckoo Land's gone. It exploded. Oh, my home. But then you see it. You see it in the boxes. Yeah, like those are your Legos to play with. But <laughs> yeah. So it, it could be a totally different universe. Yeah. I just I feel like there was a lot of lost opportunity though to connect to the Lego movie in like in ways that would have worked. Yes. Yeah. You know, like the ending scene. Even if Emmett was there and it was like, Emmett, we had a whole movie together. <laughs> they, like I would love a, a killer fourth wall break where they just yeah. both oh, like yeah. you just see like a close up of Batman and Emmett. They're like, I'll always be your friend. Remember all the adventures we had? And they both turn and look at the camera and just smile. I'd be down. I'd, I'd love a good Yeah, that could work. I think I think as long... For me, a, a connection would be fine as long as it was just done as like a one-off joke. Yeah, yes. like a, a yeah. quick cameo. Like I said, the ending scene of them just like sitting there eating dinner. Like, why Why didn't you have... Why, I could have helped you. Because I'm Batman. Batman. And then you see uh, Dick Grayson in the background. And I'm Robin! Yay! Some of my biggest fears. <laughs> <laughs> Timmy, how scary are, cl- are snake clowns? Or clown snakes? Clowns. Snake clowns. Snake clowns? Yes. You don't know? What are your biggest fears? Snakes. No. Yeah, it's clowns. Clown faces on those snakes. No, snake clowns. <laughs> <laughs> no, your biggest fear is having a family again. Nope, now it's snake clowns. Because you put that in there. Uh, some other fun references that I really liked were um, early on the Joker says that his plan is not like the two boats plan or the parade with the Prince <laughs> the Music. two boats. I didn't get the two boats plan. No. Oh my pointed gosh, out that really? it was the Dark Knight. But the Prince one, because I was laughing so hard at the Prince one. What about that parade with Prince music? (laughs) Oh, God, it was too funny. Uh, Another fun reference we didn't notice was on a marquee in the background in Gotham is a two shades darker screening at a theater. Fifty Shades Darker was screened at theaters nationwide the same weekend. the exact same weekend. And Lego blocks only really have two shades of gray. Dark gray or light gray? Yes. (laughs) I don't think I ever thought about that. Yep, so that that was a really fun... a little fun Easter egg. There are so many Easter eggs. Oh, yeah. Speaking like, of which, here are all the similar phases of Batman. 
2016, 2012, 2008, 2005, 1997, 1995, 1992, 1989, and a weird one in 1966. 1966. Yes. And that would be Batman Superman, Dawn of Justice, The Dark Knight Rises, The Dark Knight, Batman Begins, Batman and Robin, Batman Returns, Batman, and Batman the Movie. Yes. And there were so many references to all those things with oh, yeah. with the uh, shark repellent. Yeah. Uh, there was like that whole scene with him doing the um, diffusing of the bomb was very Bur- Tim Burton esque. Yes. Um, and he even says at one point, "Let's get nuts." Yeah. He does <laughs> Just say like let's, Michael Keaton. He has a "Let's get nuts" playlist. Yes. Yep. Um, you want to get nuts? Oh, let's and get that nuts. whole scene of him, yeah, hanging in the air with the Joker, it was—it just seemed like something Tim Burton would yeah. completely do. Yeah, but in that version, Tim Burton killed the Joker. Yeah, but I, Batman well, doesn't kill everyone. No, 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 no. Blew up an entire chemical plant with Joker's thugs in it fifteen minutes earlier. Yeah. But what was I thinking? Shot bullets at the Joker and just missed. But what was, you know, Batman doesn't kill anyone, guys. Come I on. I love, too, in that where every time the Joker comes in, he's like, aren't you scared? Yeah. And he's like, no, no. not really. <laughs> um, one thing that I didn't like, which was I thought a very much lost opportunity, was they do this great little scene of when Robin gets his costume, he takes the pants off. Rip! It's just, oh, I can't even look at you right now. What does he say? I, I can only look you in the eyes right now. And he can't even do that. <laughs> yeah. But um, Robin puts on a Nightwing costume. When? The, the blue costume with the black shoulder pads and all yeah. that. Oh, <laughs> when he's trying on all the different costumes. No, at the end. No, when, at the he, end? when he's helping Batman, okay. he puts oh, yeah. on this blue costume. And yeah, but it it's just a, had masks. It, it's labeled as Nightwing. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yes. Oh, this guy didn't come prepared. No. Um, so <laughs> I love the different costumes he does. My, my biggest gripe was that Robin puts on this, like, it's like a Batman Nightwing costume. Mm-hmm. I want him to be like, there's way too much on here, and just rips off part Rip. of it. And it's like the actual Nightwing costume. Yeah. Oh, still too much. Rips it off, and he's got the Robin suit underneath. I love when he's trying on the costumes. That one's culturally insensitive. <laughs> oh, we're going to talk about some cultural insensitivities, too. And then and they, they, just they the called one. me Reggae Mon. <laughs> uh, uh, I loved that uh, when he was trying to hide, and the light just kept reflecting off his cape. Yeah. So all the sparkles are, like, behind him. Am I? How about now? Am I? Like, I can still see you. With colors over here. With the oh, natural darkness of your suit. <laughs> like this? Do you see me no. Now? no. Do you see me now? But um, any other points that I know Mr. Mr. Lava's got this killer list going on. He's been crossing off things progressively. I'm sure he's got at least a couple of things he wants to. Um, the I, I was really shocked like at the amount of homages done to movies that the average going Lego going audience wouldn't get like the 19 there was a lot of 1977 Superman references and oh yeah the the music cues yeah, the, the, the Phantom Zone when he went to the, when he went to the um, Fortress of Solitude even the it Fortress was all, the doorbell yeah the doorbell <laughs> the, all the music there was so yes. much there was the Marlon Brando stuff yes. there was uh, the, even the rings around the Phantom Zone projector yeah, yeah. were just yep. like the rings around uh, Zod in that movie um, yeah even though it's dated Superman the movie is still the quintessential it superhero movie. It still holds movie. up a little bit. If, yeah. if it's the first superhero movie you see, it, it's it's a great way to start, the, the original Superman. Like, if, if you have, I don't know, I know obviously you have a son. Like, when I... I, when I, I do. I do. <laughs> oh! If he's, not, if he's not your son, this is really, really weird. This is really <laughs> weird. It's weirder if it's not. Yeah. But, um, like, when I have kids, the first superhero movie they're probably going to see is Superman the movie. Because, yeah. you know, you can watch it and not... You know, it's not scary. It's not... No. It's, it's a, it's, and it also keeps the, the spirit That's of hope. That's the one you saw on the plane coming back from Hawaii, remember? 
Yeah. Did you like that? It's one? still the safest way to fly, Tim. Just eh. <laughs> yeah, he's he's half yeah. and half on it. I think because I exposed I think, him to so yeah. many of the recent, I think you know, it's, stuff. It's it's hard. It's, it's dated. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's it is dated. dated yeah. If it was re, if it was redone nowadays, um, and they just took out the the flying poem scene and they just yeah. updated the effects, I think it'd be yeah. it'd still hand, hold up. Really well, that well. and that was if I, I, well, I was gonna say if you remember, oh. <laughs> if you remember, uh, that was one of the taglines for the promotions. You'll to believe it. a man can fly. Exactly. Yes. It's one of the, the greatest shows that, that practical effects are... We talked about it in uh, our episode about this week's Arrow, where he's shooting exploding arrows. Mm-hmm. And like it's, it's actual explosions, and it's people falling. Yeah. And there's always something more magical about practical effects, whether yeah. it's costumes or flying scenes. or Like when, when you watch Supergirl or Legends, and you see characters flying, and it, you can tell it's them on a harness, it's just a little bit better, I think. Yeah, it is a little bit. Because it keeps you, it keeps you in the realism. Any um, other points that we want to drive home? Uh, where where was Lucius Fox? Uh, uh, How does he get all these? Well, I don't know the history other than in Batman Begins of Lucius Fox. Is he, he was he created for that or was he a negative? Real he was a comic character. He was. He okay. was. Yeah. Um, it was only in more recent times that he's like uh, knows Bruce Wayne's Batman and yeah. he's kind of okay. been the. the purveyor of his technology because yeah. as smart as Bruce Wayne is he's smart in more of a deductive yeah. sense and like a genius level intellect in terms of yeah. you know originally the Lucius, skills Batman should have yeah, originally Lucius Fox was creating all these weapons but not knowing it was for Batman okay originally he was just creating them thinking kind of like the first half job for okay. Wayne Enterprises and then Eventually, he does. That find looks out. like my car. Yeah. But somebody put a bat logo on it, so it's yeah. obviously not. Exactly. But yes, master. With Batman, with, it's Batman. Yeah. <laughs> so then, eventually, he started working with Batman, and he knew who Batman was. Yeah, it's a, so it, he, there's been different iterations. He's creating all of these weapons and all the automobiles and everything he uses. I was kind of waiting to see Lucius. I mean, it, it's it's nothing that because he wasn't in it, it didn't knock the movie for me, but. I would have liked that. Considering all the C-list characters they brought in, yeah, he's a he's a almost an A-list. He's, he's getting to B-list. Yeah, he's B, he's B-list. Yeah, um, I loved the randomness of the whole thing. That that, and I think that probably comes from Chris McKay's Robot Chicken year yeah. days. That just random jokes thrown in, like things you didn't see coming. Like all of a sudden he says, you know, we're going out tonight, and he says, oh, I don't want to do that. And then he says, yeah. beforehand we could do your favorite thing, tuxedo dress up party. party. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. The only scene that that might beat that in terms of similar style would be uh, in Toy Story Three, where Ken does the fashion show for Barbie. Yeah, <laughs> and at the very end, he like fun. poses and like oh, the tassels yeah. just kind of pause in midair. He's just like, Rah. Um, did you notice that some of the uh, tuxedos he tried on when he went to the party, other Legos were wearing? I did not. What? notice no. that. I didn't notice like that. Like the um, like the cheetah print kind of looking <laughs> one. Someone was wearing that at the party. Uh, uh, you were wearing that to the actual movie. Shh, 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 shh. And what's, oh. what's the vigilante policy on cookies? <laughs> Unlimited! <laughs> <laughs> My favorite what? was, why'd you only make one seat? Oh, uh, because last time I checked, I only had one butt. <laughs> <laughs> or that, he says, he, he suddenly... When they he and Robin are in jail and they suddenly break out into a rap. Yeah. <laughs> they start beatboxing. Hey, you know what makes me feel better when I'm down? Busting a sick rhyme. I, lo- I love it when just jokes fly out of thin air like yes. that. Yeah, they don't need a, a buildup or context. I like that on the, uh, the jails. The, on the it don't tap on it the says glass. don't tap on the glass. Don't tap on the glass. <laughs> I love the fact that for the finale, for the, uh, 
the uh, ending, uh, apparently crunched abs saved the day. Yes. Oh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> oh, your abs, Joker. <laughs> That's why you guys got to work out. <laughs> Health and fitness is always good, guys. Um, I, I love the whole, and we, we referenced it a little bit, the whole idea that what does Batman do in his spare time when he's not being Batman? Yeah. And he's microwaving his dinner he's taking a slow elevator he's setting up his dvd and yeah. sometimes choosing the wrong hdmi input. he watches serendipity um, that's a great movie come on guys let's grow up putting on a bathrobe yeah. just stuff that like you know he obviously you know like we never whenever we watch a movie we don't ever see characters saying okay wait let's pause i need yes. to use the bathroom but we know they must be going to yeah. the bathroom at One some of the point. Best, the best references to that is Falcon says it to Captain America in Winter Soldier. He goes, I made breakfast if you guys eat that sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. I, I, and that joke when Robin says, uh, I kind of have to stop to use the little boys' room. Remember that bathroom problem I had? It's not really a problem anymore. Yeah. Told you to go before we left. <laughs> but, like, the mundane, the fact that they used the mundane... <laughs> Just for the listening audience, Timmy was playing with a Batman, and Batman's cowl just shot across the room. Why does he have goggles on? Almost is that like is that scuba? Oh, is that scuba Batman? Sure, it is with the rubber ducky. But the fact that Batman has a that he eats dinner in his pool and then pulls out a guitar to play songs. (laughs) Yes. Well, like, you know, like on, on six, <laughs> with dolphins swimming around him. I love when they're all sitting there for dinner at the end. He throws like six lobsters <laughs> into the microwave at once. My favorite. It's uh, you know, it's funny. Like taking that concept when we did the crossover episode for Arrow, Supergirl, Legends, and Flash. We actually pointed out one of our favorite scenes was Barry and Oliver having a drink together. Yeah, and you know. As much as, as much as we joke that we we love the smashing, like we yes. love all the cool right, Timmy. Timmy smashing. Yeah. All right. <laughs> two thumbs up. Way up. Well, he did the two thumbs up before he said yeah. We <laughs> yeah. Were, I was about to make fun of him again. He thumbed but, up and nodded. Yeah. And he's, went, oh wait. Yeah. <laughs> like Good as, job. <laughs> as much as like the cool action set pieces are always fun, and I love seeing our superheroes, you know, just kind of kicking butt and taking names. It's the the tiny character moments that remind us that they are human. What was one of the best parts of Suicide Squad? The scene in the bar. Yes. DC does really good uh, whining and dining scenes, apparently. Yeah. If it involves food or drinks, they're, they're, they do a really good job with it. Uh, like although, me. in Suicide Squad, it was pointed out to me that I think... Um, what's her name's character? Uh, uh, the, the one that's in charge of the Suicide Squad. What's her name? Amanda Waller. Amanda Waller. Eats something like six steaks throughout the whole course of the yeah. movie. Oh, yeah. You do see her eating a lot. <laughs> yeah. But um, it, it, it goes to show that like some of the best character moments don't have to be the, the big superhero. We, we like to yes. see our superheroes doing be everyday human. stuff because then yeah. we can identify with them of like, oh, I do that too. Yes. Eat shawarma, guys. <laughs> Just eat shawarma. I have to say, ever since that movie, I have tried and eaten shawarma and really liked it. Oh, really? I've never only tried, because never of that tried. movie. There's I a never... great place in Danbury that serves shawarma um, over by... Um, uh, oh, okay, local plug that nobody cares about. I'll just move on. <laughs> it's funny. Speaking you know of Kibberia, that's the name of it. <laughs> speaking of the shawarma scene, I never noticed until it was pointed out that Tony Stark's actually in front of that shawarma place right before he takes off to get the missile. So that's why he knows it's two blocks that way. 
Because he it's in he's next to yeah. it, like when he's landed there. So Kibberia and Danbury he open not open on Sundays. <laughs> <laughs> Darn it, today's Sunday. No, now I want shawarma. <laughs> so Applebee's. No, uh, not that they're plugging us, but do try their uh, two for twenty. It's fantastic. <laughs> Those contracts are in the mail. Though. <laughs> <laughs> one day, one day, we're about to be featured on a major uh, this website. This is some good Poland spring water right now. I'm sorry, I'm a little parched. Let me have some Gatorade. <laughs> you know, the best celebrity plugging was uh, Space Jam. All right, Michael, yes. lace up your Nikes, put on your Reeboks. Let's up for a Big Mac on the way. <laughs> he, like, listed every... Put on your Hanes. Um, I I just, I loved... Uh, and I laugh every single time in the movie when they did this, when they went... Pew, 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 pew. Yeah. It reminded me of the Star Lego Wars. movie. No. Um, Get out of here. Star Wars. <laughs> no, they actually hit things. Um, but like in uh, in the Lego movie, they did things like that. Yes. Where yeah. it, that's like when the boat went away, you hear the kid going. <laughs> Our lips are really dry from all this talking. I was going to say, what kind of boat went <laughs> It had a tiny motor. But... Um, yeah, those, those senses of oh yeah, this is a kid playing Lego back. Yeah. Yes, and, and and then for me, and this was something that hit me the second time was the fact that the movie tackles some very very real themes like Batman's, and this is something that's gone throughout a lot of the movies. The Batman's fear of losing a family a second time. I don't think I ever really realized that yeah. until I saw this. Um, that you know the idea is Batman good or bad because when you remember when Batman goes to the Phantom Zone she says you know you you seem like you're not a bad guy but yeah. you're not a good well, guy yeah, yeah. Um, the the idea of pro- protecting others versus pushing them away um, the idea as Batman as a repetitious hero that nothing ever changes for him um, the psychoanalytical approach like it really introduces so many very deep things about Batman that yeah. you know we always think about when we think about Batman. It actually made me appreciate the Ben Affleck Batman a slightly different way because I, I know they're totally different characters, but imagine Ben Affleck's Batman is what Lego Batman could have become. Like that jaded. Yeah. yeah. Like he, he says the line to Alfred, he's like, 20 years in Gotham, how many, how many good guys are left and how many stayed that way? Mm-hmm. Like it, it, it goes to show that this Batman is a, a great representation of all of our different Batmen. Yes. And it never took itself too seriously. I'd just like to quote a couple lines from the song oh, Batman sings <laughs> as he's kicking everyone's butt. I want to see if he you says, can name my favorite one. You think my muscles are big? You haven't seen my brain. Ladies, it's okay if you stare, because I'm a billionaire. Um, oh, I get the last laugh. I get the final grin. Throw you into the asylum with Harley Quinn. Turn two-face... Into black and blue face. Voiced by Billy D. Williams, too, which even better. Yes, thank goodness Billy D. Williams finally got to come back to Two Face. Yeah. Um, who's the manliest man who, with buns of steel, who could choke hold a bear, who never skips leg day? That was who, my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> who always pays their taxes? Not Batman. Yeah, that was my favorite. And then, who has the coolest gadgets? Who has the tricked out ride? Who does the sickest backflips? Timmy. Timmy. But, yeah, it, it, it's serious, but yet never takes itself too yeah. seriously. All right, so there is one last talking point we want to address. Yes. And um, without getting too political and without uh, expressing our opinions too much on the matter. It's about how much Batman vs. Superman sucks. No, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> Easy killer. I'm your kryptonite. Um, <laughs> it's funny how you just mentioned um, kind of the, the subtext of this movie and, you know, the psychological... So we were doing research and we came across an article that 
supposedly this movie pushes the gay agenda forward. Yes. Um, As you see between Joker and Batman. And Batman and Robin. And it, it was noted by my wife and Timmy's mother, I can't believe with the amount of gay references they made in this movie and got away with. So let, let's let, we're gonna start this yes. part of the conversation with a really cre- like a really quick disclaimer. We have no problem if somebody's gay. I don't care if that. Not that there's not, anything wrong with. There is nothing that's wrong it's with a quote it. Quote Seinfeld. Um, <laughs> you know, we're if we lose listeners, that that's yeah. okay because obviously you're not. We didn't kinda, want their conservative. Exactly. And, and not it, not even about conservatives. It's just <laughs> if, if that's not what your mindset is, yeah. then maybe we're not the podcast for you. Well, I, yeah. I think this podcast. Much like ourselves, probably, and much like yourself in your own lives, teaches uh, tolerance yes. and understanding. And yeah. you know, we've been such a big fan of of Sarah Lance on Arrow yeah. and Mister um, Terrific yeah. and Cara Danvers. You know, Cara Danvers. Alex Danvers. Alex, Alex Danvers. Alex. Car, sorry, Cara Danvers. Like it's it's that day <laughs> yeah. and age. You know, I know Ronnie. You and I both kind of grew up in a time where it was just getting to be okay. Yeah. And now it's it's pretty socially accepted yes. for the most part. Is it okay? Um, for, do you think it's okay for for if men like men and girls to like girls? Yeah. 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 Nothing. Should, what should they should be? What should they be allowed to? Yeah. Absolutely. I always say that everybody yes. has every equal right to be miserable. Yes. Um, <laughs> but you know, it's funny because that that's an age old argument about Batman and Robin, and I, yeah. I never really understood it, and I never really looked at it that way mm-hmm. um, except when Chris O'Donnell played Robin and he was a full grown man living with this other full grown man that was a little weird in my opinion but that's about it okay uh, <laughs> the, the circus is leaving town so you have to stay with me what um, hey free free boarding why not yeah in a mansion <laughs> but it, it's so weird like they take the this movie orphan. that's <laughs> the young orphan you adopted last week yeah. wee <laughs> and he falls off the it's table. Been living yeah. in the mansion for a week. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's it's so it's sad that they take this movie that's just like so much fun and just so much optimism, and they have to be like, oh no, it's it's propaganda. So you're saying they're superimposing that agenda upon the movie? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, I know you and I didn't agree with it. We, no. we just wanted no. to make, we wanted to make mention of it because yeah. it, it just you know the whole point of of this superhero movement now is to take us out of the. The, the real life yes and but still attack real life issues I don't think that they had any intention of being like oh gay oh no not at all like it, there it was hinted at with you know the way Joker was kind of portraying their relationship mm-hmm. you know it had like the innuendo there kind is of thing. no us <laughs> yes you know? what about the uh, the sparkly Robin cape I mean I I thought it was hilarious do you think it well, there's. The, I, I have. I'll show you here. The disco Batman has the sparkly gold yes. cape. Yeah. Right? See, this is what I don't get. Okay. So he had a sparkly gold cape. Uh huh. There it is. Um, that he got off of the Reggae Man. Reggae Man. They Why was Reggae right? Man's cape sparkly? Because they were all under different influences, and they appreciated it a little bit more. Okay. Fair enough. Yep. But uh, <laughs> yeah, really, the only point of mentioning that was, you know, we like to look at all the different aspects of how a film does and how people relate mm-hmm. to it and how what people take away from it. And I think you and I just kind of read that article or we just kind of looked at the title and we were like, wait, what? Yes. Yeah, I... I mm. Yeah, it wasn't really our cup of tea. But we, like, we... I could see where super, super, super conservative, yeah. you know, people can... And also, we have listeners from all around the world. We don't want people to think that Americans are still that close-minded. Yeah. Like, we're... 
if you guys are listening to us, you're listening to people that are going to, you know, tell you our opinions in a yep. most in our most respectful way. Yeah. Like we're never going to tell you who we vote for or what our religious no. views are. No. You know, I'm sure sur- I work at a job where I'm surrounded by conservatives all the time yeah. and I'm very quiet. You know, <laughs> I, I think it probably that article was probably written because, uh, you know, in the past week in the news has been a lot of issues, uh, yeah. reg- especially with um, the Trump administration yes. rescinding uh, transgender choice of bathroom in, in schools. Yeah. And, and I think that article probably grew out of that. Yes. Because um, it is so in the news right now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, this was, this movie was a good time. I mean, I really enjoyed it. Um I mean, anything else you want to say about it, Timmy? Why don't you why don't you throw us something? You got something for it? I was going to ask him. What's what's your favorite? What was your best part in the movie? Um, when he when he says, um, I have a double secret password. You mean Alfred the Butler with two T's? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Batman's laugh is just the best. I want that as my ringtone. (laughs) You know what I did like the opening scene. Starts with the black screen. <laughs> that whole little, like montage. Oh yeah, and so that, you know what? It was very reminiscent of the Deadpool, Deadpool. credits. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Definitely yep. had that. That kinda. that fourth wall breaking. Yes. That I I really enjoyed that. I don't know if that was my favorite part, but I really enjoyed favorite, that part. Favorite villain. Condiment King. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> he only shoots mustard and ketchup. Yeah. yeah. I'd be really upset <laughs> if I got hit with mustard. I'm super upset. You should catch up then. Uh, Can we edit that out? (laughs) He thinks we edit. (laughs) I'm the one that does that, so no. Yeah. I think we edited the first episode. Yeah. We tried tried because... Before the disillusionment set in. Yeah, and that was... uh, Actually, someone said something they shouldn't have on. Yeah, you did drop a... I dropped a language word. I dropped a language word. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, yeah, that pretty much does it for this uh, episode for Lego Batman, our review. So we're just going to go into, again, we're going to do a little star city rating for mm-hmm. this. Um, this way we can... What did I say the first time? No. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, this way, you guys, now you guys know why we did, and if you guys didn't hear our ratings before for some weird reason, we will tell you them now. I, I'm still giving it a 4.5. Okay. Wobbles? 4.5. Uh, yeah, I think I got to go to a 4.5. Yeah. It, it really, I think even a, on a third time, I would love it and probably laugh at the exact same jokes yes. over and over. Twice as yeah. hard. Yeah, no. <laughs> Seriously, though. Ron, sitting, yeah. there, sitting there waiting for it. I her. definitely do still give it the 4.5. Because, um, like I said, there wasn't a perfect movie. There's, like, no such thing as it. Uh, we, we've given out a few fives. Very rare. You might have. I thought you gave the Dark Knight a five. Uh, maybe I did. Anyway. <laughs> maybe you did. <laughs> but, like, the only things that could have changed wouldn't have really swayed no. anything. Um, there wasn't anything bad. A lot, like, everything was good about this movie. I can't. Yeah. And, and I look forward to future installments of yes. this, too. I, I think that they can, Im- not not that they can improve, but I think that future installments will, will just get better. I, yes. I think they've, yeah. they're on to a good thing here. Do you think we'll see a Lego Superman or like a Lego Justice League? No. <laughs> we were saying, remember Mommy was saying this on the way 
over before that perhaps DC should scrap their entire plan and easy, just go for easy. a Lego universe because <laughs> I think they could completely beat everything out. I mean, yeah. I, if you look at the box office for Lego uh, Batman, like it's week to week, it's been pretty consistent, uh, yes. and, and the drop has been so small. Yeah. I, I think it was like a thirteen percent drop in the second yeah. weekend, whereas. Batman versus Superman was, I think, sixty-seven percent drop. What was the Doctor yeah. Strange drop off? No, that, that's actually a serious. No, that was a no, serious question. Um, the, you know, the, it the, was in the sixties. Yeah, I know that. Yeah. yeah. The, see, the thing is with like these superhero movies is Lego Batman's for the kids. Yeah, it's got like, high matinee value so to it. So what happens is also parents don't want to take their kids to the first week for the most part because yeah. it's so crowded and blah blah blah. Then you have a movie like Batman vs. Superman, Captain America Civil War, where all of us, the nerds, go that first weekend to get it, because we're yeah. so excited. So a lot of movies have big drop-offs. The yes. animated movies Maybe. have less of a drop-off because the kids want to see it again. Maybe we shouldn't then judge it so much by the drop-offs as we should by the multipliers. Because yeah. the rule is that a, a movie should make 2.5 times what it made in its opening weekend. Well, Lego Batman has grossed worldwide... $226 million. Wow. Yeah. And it was only $80 million to make. Yeah, it's an animated movie. The yeah. Budget's super Whereas, short. how? and, and again, so, I'm not, you know, bashing, defecating upon <laughs> Batman versus Superman, but how much did it cost to make that movie? Somewhere in the hundred millions, yeah. I want to say, but it, it made but, a, it made a it made a profit. Yes. Well, it barely because don't no, forget. No, it, if you look it up, it's as someone said from the studio that it needed to break eight hundred million in order to break even. I think we had this discussion. Yeah, yeah. it sounds familiar. Because <laughs> I know. Because don't forget too that in addition to making the movie, marketing plays an enormous amount yeah. uh, in terms of. The, the budget for it too and I know Batman vs Superman had an enormous marketing Crazy. budget yes um, and we were saying too with with the Lego Batman movie one of the great things about the marketing and now I would encourage you to go to see some of the marketing because a lot of the marketing did not get into the movie like they did a Batman cribs yeah. uh, where he walked around yeah. the mansion which isn't in the movie obviously yeah. and it, it was some brilliant promotion that had nothing to do with the movie but it, yes. it, it Introduce the movie. All right. In, de in defense of my movie. Go for it. The budget was $250 million. Okay. The box office was $873.3 million. Right. So not only did they surpass their budget, but they also made a $600 million profit. Right. So it, it was a well, financial... that's $250 to make the movie. It doesn't bring in promotions either. It doesn't, yeah. but your average your average promotion, I think, is somewhere in the low millions. I Depending. Yeah, it depends. depends on the the, yeah. the companies that they're using. But I, I think also some of the problem with Batman vs Superman is they expected it to just do so much more because this that was their two tent poles. Let's see what the box office. Whereas is. you know Lego Batman, they expected it to do well, but I don't know if, if anyone expected it to. They spent one hundred and sixty five million dollars on marketing. Okay. So yeah, they they definitely made their money back and profit. Yeah. So probably about $500 million the movie made yeah. after everything said and done. I mean, again, it's it's a profit, but I think they expected a bigger profit than that. Yes. Uh, let's Unfortunately. see. It was ahead of The Dark Knight Rises <clears throat> in their opening box office. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know American... Fourth biggest of all time. American box office for Dark Knight was 600, and, 600 million, I believe it was. It had an IMAX, yeah. IMAX worldwide opening of $36 million, the yeah. third biggest ever behind Star Wars, The Force Awakens, and Jurassic World. And dark, that's $600 million not adjusted for inflation because that's 50, 2008 money. 58% yeah. decline. His, quote, unquote, historic 
uh, drop, it still made enough money that it was still considered a box office success. Batman Superman? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I would agree that it was a box office success. It just didn't hit the the sweet spot that they wanted it to. Yeah. And not because, like, people... Um, I, I won't argue that people didn't like it, but for yeah. the most part, when you ask somebody how it was, they're like, it was all right. Yeah. Yeah. I get a lot... And it's, they talk about the, the really good parts of it, like the, the warehouse fight scene, you yeah. know. The, the the Wonder it's Woman just, music. It doesn't have that rewatchability though that so many Are you others. Kidding? Do. I watched it so many times. Like we oh, were, that's we was... Timmy and I were in Best Buy, and I asked. Remember, I asked you, did you want to buy the Batman vs Superman movie? What was your response? Nope. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> he goes, no way. <laughs> you still have to watch the uh, the extended. The extended yeah. cut is much uh, better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I've heard. Yeah. yeah. So do you want to talk about the last subject we want to do, and then wrap they it up? They scribble yes. down something. Um, quick. Last well, we mentioned it at the beginning. Is a, ah. Yeah, is a, what other spinoffs would we like? Since this is a spinoff yeah. movie episode, we talked about Nightwing. Yep. What spinoffs... Oh, well, right. What spinoffs would we like to see? And they could be Marvel, they could be DC, movies, television, whatever. Um, who wants to go first? Let's start over across the way. No, they're still thinking. Fine, then you go. I have, I have one to, to start the conversation. I think a really good one I'd like to see would be a Justice Society movie is that the uh the the 40s people? yeah the jsa, the JSA. like JSA. like your dr fate star girl jay garrick that flash would be cool. i think it'd be a really cool homage it could be a great period piece movie and all depending on how wonder woman does because yeah. captain america was a great period piece movie it was a lot yes. of fun yeah. and wonder woman looks it's shaping up it's to a world to, war one period piece yeah. right like i'd love to see superheroes fighting the war against nazis and stuff like that and also it would build up the world more magic in the dc universe yeah um Test the Waters for Justice League uh, sequels. Yeah. I think it'd be a lot of fun. Um, I kind of would want to see like a... Well, I know we've talked about this before. A live-action Young Justice. With the t- the Arrowverse characters or... No. Really? With the with the Young Justice, you know, the animated series. Mm-hmm. Those guys. That'd I mean, be fun. That'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. I just, a TV show or a movie? I would love to see a movie. Yeah, I think with Nightwing coming out, yeah. I think that'd be a, a, a natural progression. That yes. or Teen Titans. Because I mean, Nightwing, you have in Young Justice, and you you kind of have the transition of going from Superman, Batman to now Justice League. So you could have Nightwing transition to a Young Justice. Young Justice. Especially because the whole point in the Young Justice TV show was they needed a team that was out of the spotlight. The Justice yes. League was so new and it was so in the public spotlight. That they needed a like a covert team. Yes. It makes sense with the formation of a new Justice yeah. League. So I I think that would that would be nice to see that as a live action um, movie. Uh, I would also like a live action Justice League Dark. I know that they've been talking about yeah. it, but I think Matt Ryan would be, would just be so good as a li- as a movie Constantine. Constantine, yeah. Um, or even if, like obviously he's going to be on their their new animated thing, yeah. which was really exciting for me as a big fan. But uh, I'd love to see like Satana yeah. and some of the more magic Dead Man, some of the more magic based, even like Swamp Thing. You could do Swamp Thing. We did Groot. Well, that was what I was. Just, one of the ones I was just thinking was, uh, how great would it have to be a Swamp Swamp Thing Constantine movie? That would be fantastic. Yeah, yeah I, would I remember love they that. they wanted to do Justice League Dark for a long time. I think uh, Colin Farrell was in talks to be Constantine, which I thought would have been a, a yes. fun. Uh, like obviously, I'm I'm totally engaged with Matt Ryan as Constantine. He's been he's now my Constantine. But I even enjoyed Keanu Reeves when he played Constantine. It just wasn't a Constantine movie. Yeah, yeah it, it was a fun movie. I loved it. Don't get me wrong. Um, yeah, but if they'd called him anything yeah. else. Part of me wants to see a, a Green Arrow movie. 
Yeah, Green Arrow really needs uh, an actual yeah. movie. Because I know that they yeah. wanted to do one. I think Kevin Smith was involved with it, called Supermax, yeah. where he's locked away, yes. and he has to try and escape the jail. Sounds like in. an Arkham Asylum movie. That's what yeah. it kind of was. And kinda sounds like, isn't that what, an idea they had with uh, Batman? Yeah. I, yeah, they're still talking. No, you and I wanted them to do that. I thought that... It was a rumor that was going yeah. around. They never confirmed it. But yeah, for the solo Batman film, we yeah. wanted that, because you can introduce all the rogues. Yeah. But, uh... Um, live action Barney. You have yeah, one. Live action Barney. Mm-hmm. All right, Timmy's got one. Timmy's got one. A cable movie. A cable. Ooh. After Deadpool two, or should he be with Deadpool, or should he have his own movie? <laughs> have his own movie. Ah, John okay. John Ham for Cable. Yeah. You know, you know who just expressed interest? Who? Russell Crowe. Ooh. Whoa. That could be cool. I had to marinate with it for a few days <laughs> yeah. before I was into it. I I have to really think about it. Um, that would be nice. A cable movie. Just, I mean, here's my only thing. No more X-Men spin-off movies. This, these <laughs> timelines are so confusing. <laughs> McAvoy um, or Stewart? I would love to see, um, once Tom Holland establishes the Spider-Man universe, a, a uh, Miles Morales Spider-Man come out of that. Um, I, I don't think that... I think that's a great storyline. I don't know too much about it, but I would love to see... Uh, you know, I, I love it anytime when they introduce, you know, superheroes with minority status, you know, and having like, you know, like I've, I talked about in the last one, Miss um, Marvel, the new Miss Marvel uh, in the comics where she is of uh, Middle Eastern descent. Yeah. yeah. So I'd love to see a Miles Morales Spider-Man. And the new Man. Iron Man slash Iron Girl. What about yeah. Martian Manhunter? I'd love to see Martian Manhunter in the DC universe, like the, the cinematic universe, because yeah. he's been fun on Supergirl. Yep. And, yeah, and they got they do great work with the TV budget on him. I'd yes. love to see um, him. Um, you know, you know, be fun in vein of Suicide Squad, uh, a rogues movie. Yeah, like just an entire movie. They did this on a on an episode of Justice League, I think it was, where it was just the rogues trying to mess with Flash, and just like <laughs> not succeeding for the entire yeah. episode. I'd love to see like a movie because I I love Jai Courtney's Captain Boomerang. I yeah, know, right? Yeah. Well, no, I loved him too. I just, I yeah. just, he wasn't given enough to do. No, no I was gonna say yeah. I know that I, I ripped on Jai Courtney a lot in the past. Uh, who hasn't? Yeah, um, oh, he killed Kyle Reese. I would love no. to also see a Silver Surfer, uh, like a, a pure, like a silver real, surfer. like, yeah. like I love the look and what they did with them in that one Fantastic Four movie, but that it wasn't. No. Eh. No. No, but it would great <laughs> yeah. to see a Silver Surfer, like a real one, to show you know when he was a scientist and how yeah. he you know. Norrin Rad. Norrin Rad, still voiced to perfection by Lawrence Fishburne. He in the was movie. a great voice for that. It's sad that the Fantastic Four, the, those two movies, are still ten million times better than the Twentieth Century. Than Fant Four Stick. Fant Four Stick. Yeah, that that's a that's a property that needs to get back to Marvel. Yeah, that and Galactus. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Galactus. Like after I heard that they the reason they did Galactus as a giant cloud monster was because they wanted to save it for the, a spinoff of Fantastic Four with the Silver Surfer, I was like, okay, I can tolerate it, but then it yeah. disappeared. Yeah, I was like, now I can't. Anywhere. But uh, yeah, so that pretty much does it for this episode. Um, so we want to thank the Lobbles for coming in and but not Timmy. No, I'm just kidding, Timmy. Especially Timmy. <laughs> Don't hear me. Coming in and um, throwing Batman's cowl at me. Um, <laughs> more smashing. That's what our podcast needs. Yes, the more. Uh, yes, let's label this the more smashing, more smashing edition. Yes. Um, 
So yeah, thank you guys for coming well, in. Thank you us. very much for having us over here. We yes, I know really you. enjoyed it, and uh, I I love being on the show. So hint hint wink wink. We need more. Nudge nudge. Seriously. Yeah right. <laughs> He's actually touching me. Stop him. <laughs> <laughs> I, you referred to me lovingly as the like honorary third mic. Yeah, I was so pleasantly. <laughs> Touched in the heart by that one. <laughs> Speaking of which, there are going to be more mics soon. Yes, Woo-hoo! there will be more mics soon. Um, again, uh, like we mentioned in our past episode, um, thank you to Matt Vanacoro for setting us up with some new equipment. Um, so what we're going to do for that is we're going to do a big episode, hopefully, and it's going to get uh, recorded because he is working with another company. They want to do like a video of people doing a podcast um, so, so we're going to be featured on their actual website. Yes. So the link yes. will be in on our Facebook page. Yes. Probably. Um, so thank you for that. So we want some ideas for that episode. Um, be really cool if it was our 50th. Yes, that would be. So since it, we have you guys here, what big episode would you like to see us do for that? For one? the 50th? Let's see. Yes. Or, 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 or just for, for that, that one? Like, that video one. Because we, we don't have a time on when we're going to do it, so we're not exactly sure. If it were to line up with our 50th episode, yes. it would be perfect. Oh, yes. Maybe like a State of the Union kind of thing, like, you know, where are we, where do we want to go in the universe of, of uh, superheroes, where have we come from, that might be kind of a, a yeah. neat retrospective. On the road so far. <laughs> That's a Supernatural reference. Yeah. Or, or <laughs> should just do a Supernatural episode. Yeah. Or ruin everybody. <laughs> taken like like the one superhero movie that was done totally wrong, and how you would have done it the right way. I already rewrote. I already rewrote it. Okay, <laughs> I actually did. Don't even joke. Oh okay, uh, yeah, there you go. Oh, That's man. your episode. Yeah. I rewrote. I rewrote every DC movie. Yeah. Uh, while I was sitting in class for eight hours learning how to talk to people, I was like, I already know. That's Officer Maglietta. <laughs> yeah, seriously. So. All right. Awesome. Um. So we want to thank you guys for listening. Um, and how can our fans reach us for their ideas on our big episode? With technology. And how would they do that? Oh, you want specifics today? Oh, yes, I do. Well, always the best way to get in touch with us is on our Facebook page. You can look us up, uh, the Multiverse Fancast. You'll see all sorts of uh, pictures, articles, links to all of our current and previous episodes. Guest with, posts. With 19 <laughs> months in between each episode, it looks like. Yes, and guest posts. We do love when people post on it. It gives us a chance to interact with you guys. You can also email us at multiversefancast at gmail.com. If you guys are an avid Twitter user, which we, I don't think, are, but we're there. We're on it. I still get notifications on my phone sometimes. Yep. You can find us on Twitter at mvfancast is our handle, so make sure you guys... Uh, Give us uh, comments on that. We'd love to hear from you guys there. It's always easy and efficient. And if you guys want to take our sultry voices and dulcet tones on the road, you can download us uh, off iTunes in the podcast app, and you can also find us on the Podbean and Satchel podcast players. Just uh, type in Multiverse Fancast, and you'll find us there. Make sure you leave a like, comment, subscribe, a very generous and potentially lying star rating about how well we do on the show <laughs> and how great we are. And how great it is, especially when you have guests on. Yes, yes. <laughs> and exactly. speaking of which, the more we get uh, public recognition and the more people share us and you know share what we do, what, we, what we're passionate about, yeah. the better material we can do and the bigger we can go with our episodes. And do another two hour and one minute, 20 Oh my gosh, was it really? Yes. Is this your longest episode? Yes, it is. Well, this is the most yes. people you've ever had on a, a yes. episode, so I guess yep. that's fitting. 
yeah, yeah, yeah the most we've only had is three. And yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So we want to thank you guys again for listening to our Lego Batman movie. And a big thank you to the Lower Owls for stopping in and having their input with us. Um, so signing off, I'm Ronnie. And I'm Mags. And we'll be back, back in a, in a flash. flash. <laughs> <laughs>